Yeah, 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 yeah. By order of Everything Hood Studios, I do decree another episode of the Prickly Cactus Podcast. It's good to have you back, buddy. Hello, everybody. I've missed you all, especially Chooch and Jay and Z and Frank. I'm happy they uh, kept this thing going for me while I was gone. Uh, but it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back in Ontario. The bitch is back, baby. The bitch is back. <laughs> Left nuts back. We're Left so nuts. happy you're here. Cheers to that. Cheers. Yeah, guys. Hey, cheers. Man. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Yeah, crazy, uh, crazy times coming back. It's only the second time I've flown uh, with, with having to wear the mask the whole yeah. time. And uh, if you ever if you ever think of flying Swoop, don't fly Swoop. Don't Fuck, fly swoop. <laughs> Fuck Swoop. There's a reason why it's ninety dollars to fly yeah. to the West Coast from Hamilton, right? Yeah. yeah, it was it was like three hundred and ten bucks last minute for a Christmas Eve flight wow. Edmonton to Hamilton. <laughs> wow. And I was like, okay, that's like so cheap. And then you can check in online. So we check mm. in online. I tell them I have a checked bag. They charge me eighty five bucks. <laughs> I get to the airport uh, at, in Edmonton. Uh, y e g. If you guys like airport codes. Yeg. Yeg. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to the airport, and they're like, "Oh, you're checking a bag, uh, Mr. Philip. Uh, it's going to be eighty five dollars." I was like, "No, I already, already paid for this." She's like, "No, my screen's not showing this." And oh I, I think God. we were like 30 minutes till our thing boarded. So we weren't in a crazy hurry, but yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, okay, fine. Just give me a number and I can get a refund. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna... I'll fight this later. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. But it's so funny. And then that's, that's what you learn. I was like, no wonder it's so cheap. I didn't even, I couldn't yeah. even get pretzels on the flight. Yeah. Like, oh, do you have a credit card? Like, we have to put that on a credit card. I was yeah. like, just for pretzels, man? Like, <laughs> $7 pretzels. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And I think there's another one, Flair Airlines. Yeah, yeah. Flair. Yeah. So they're, I guess, I don't know how they stay in business. They don't. They all disappear after, like, what, three years? <laughs> yeah. Like, Justin's sister has flown out to Vancouver, like, three times on three different airlines that don't exist anymore. Because that's all, that's what they do. They have these insane promos. Like when they start, it's like $20 flights to like the East Coast or something. Like that's amazing. Like it's you like, said, they, they fucking, they rinse you yeah. for every little thing that you need. Like an additional bag, like picking your seat before you board, that kind of thing. Like it's just, it's Yeah, that, oh, that was the other thing. Yeah, you had to pay to pick yeah. a seat. And then the plane just disappears. Yeah. It's like, why are we, why are we, uh, why are we taxiing in the middle of the air? It's like, oh, we couldn't afford the fuel because the, the price tickets are so low. Yeah. So you were out in Fort Mac for everybody listening. Fort Mac. Yeah. Fort McMurray, Wood Buffalo Regional Municipality. Wow. You're like the fucking mayor of the place now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fort, uh, Fort Mac, Fort McMurray, Fort McMoney, some people nice. call it. Amen. Was working was working with this uh, Jamaican guy, and he said, "He said Fort McMoney, Fort McMoney." I can't do a Jamaican accent, but his his joke he was just we'd be working, we were uh, putting down a floor in the shop, and he'd be like doing something, and uh, he'd uh, he'd like shoot a nail. He'd he'd have a nail gun. He'd just shoot the fucking nail gun out the wall. He's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> And I was like, and, and he just kept, it, it wasn't me, it was man. Me. It wasn't me. And I was, he sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. And then I was like, well, so maybe you can translate. Like, I was like, if I put Shaggy's song on, can you translate what he's saying in that second half? Being a fellow countryman of his? And he just fucking looked at me like an idiot. <laughs> so funny. Fantastic. But, but no, it's, man, it's an interesting, uh, it's definitely an interesting town. Like, I can see the allure of a young, of a young person single 
or like with a with a girlfriend or whatever yeah. like to go out there and wants to make money and like mm-hmm, yeah. but I, I i personally wouldn't uh i wouldn't start a whole family there yeah just because given the like the the nature of the yeah. of the business and stuff the boom and bust of the energy industry but there is when it's booming it is booming for, for sure. sure that's a unbelievable observation from uh inside your cell yeah uh, penitentiary exactly yeah, yeah inside your cell in do, they have a, do they have a penitentiary up there I don't know if they do. Or not. No, there's one in. Um, there's one. It's in High River, Alberta, or something. Yeah. There's, there's a one lot in of... Drumheller too. Drumheller. Where all the dinosaurs That's are. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's where all the dinosaurs. The are. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have like I didn't have any time to go anywhere else. Like I flew in to Fort McMurray in October when I got out there, and then the only time I ever left was uh, when we drove from Fort Mac to Edmonton. Yeah. Which is like just it's just Highway 63 is the one highway, yep. and then. You, you pass got, all the cars that are flipped over on the side of the road. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got the city, and yeah. then yeah. Well, that's the thing. So there is. Uh, shout out to the the Stonebridge Hotel in downtown Fort Mac. They have a Yuck Yucks. There. Nice. So I was I was kind of was like, oh fuck, so I, I could hop on an open mic, and yeah. the open mics were only like one Saturday a month, and they would have like two people. They would have a headliner from Edmonton or Calgary yeah. that would come up, but it wasn't like consistently done so i just yeah i just went there and talked to the guy and i was like hey can i send you some of my shit yeah and i was like or or can i do some of my stuff or like could i rent <clears throat> could i rent it out if yeah mm-hmm. i'm working on a saturday could i just rent out an open mic if i filled it mm-hmm. with like 20 people i asked that day at work like hey do you want to come yep. watch me bomb and then <laughs> watch me bomb. <laughs> do, you, do you remember and that I was like, you want to come watch me start a fire and like <laughs> and i was and i was i had so many good jokes man about like but like an arsonist investigator who moved up there, like trying to figure out what happened, and he's like, "Well, there's no houses here, but all the trees were on fire." So, and he's like, "Is it one of those forest fire things?" And it's just like, I had like 30 minutes, just where I would roast. Like, hopefully it was yeah. locals in the audience. I yeah. would just roast, yeah. make fire jokes, and they had a flood right after, and I was like, "Oh, like they've been through some shit, some man. biblical yeah. proportions." <laughs> they've been through some shit. Shout out to them, big time. Shit, Do you remember man. the headliner that was from Calgary? Did you ever run into him? No, I can't remember his name. I, I used to go to that Calgary Yuck Yucks all the yeah. time. And then they would have like uh, comedy battles between Calgary and Edmonton. That's sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I can only assume that they're all pretty much that comedy. Yeah. yeah. You know, family, right? <laughs> yeah. And predominantly like, uh, well, obviously there's a lot of newfies, some, uh, some Quebecers, but yeah, yeah, mostly like Edmonton, Calgary yeah. or like the surrounding mm-hmm. areas like mm-hmm. Airdrie or Sherwood Park or whatever, all those. Chestamere. Chestamere, yeah. Okotoks. Okotoks, yeah. Cochrane. Cochrane, not Cochrane. 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 Cochrane, yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, there's some, uh, I think there was some oil down there. It was cool learning about, like, the geography, uh, talking to, like, people who were there for, like, the one guy was working there since, like, 19... 1979 or something like he was he was he was there right before like the oil sands happened and then he was working there his entire life wow and he was telling me he's like oh it's crazy uh how they how they find it and then the process of like extraction versus versus uh extraction versus like um i can't remember what it's called not distilling it's like different forms the oils in make it oh yes okay and then they send it away to like because it's not clean gasoline mm-hmm. or crude, I guess. Send it yeah. down to the States, right? Send it to the States. That's right. And then it comes back. <clears throat> yeah, and then same thing. And then uh, there's uh, there's still lots in, not any, as much anymore, but in Sarnia, there's a whole, there's a town called Petrolia, right? Where they had gas there. Oh, no kidding. So, like, there's uh, some companies are like, oh, like we can do this. Because yeah. a lot of the streets in Sarnia are named, like, 
oil something. Yeah. Or oil, whatever. Not that I know, but that's just what I've heard through the grapevine. No, yeah. It's, it's Fort interesting. Money, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely, like, yeah, it's an interesting spot for sure. Like, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't go there in the winter if you're looking for a vacation. Because hey. like, it's, like, negative uh, 40 out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, like, uh, it's pretty cold. Like, it was cold. It took me, it took me probably, like, <clears throat> probably, like, eight or nine days of working out yeah. in it to, like, finally wow. get used to it. It's like, okay, you layer up yeah. and... But it's like, Your I don't know. snot freezes on, yeah. uh, on yeah. contact. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But then you look on a map and it's like, okay. It's like, <clears throat> if you look on a map of Fort McMurray, you, you zoom out, you see the Northwest Territories yeah. and Yellowknife. Yeah. And it's like, oh, then you have yeah. Nunavut. <clears throat> and it's like, oh yeah, over there, that's Russia. That's Siberia. Yeah. It's like, that's fucking just an ice. That's just ice. It's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, you're it's, closer it's, to the Arctic Circle than like any major city at that point, right? Yeah, it's, and it was... Nuts. And then it was like getting... Uh, it was. It would get light at like eight thirty, eight twenty in the morning, and then like three, three thirty, three forty-five. It would start to get dark. So Pretty desolate, like, man. Yeah, you don't have much. Uh, <clears throat> you don't have much. Um, you don't have much sunlight, but yep. you. Uh, and it was interesting, like the speed of work. It's like all all you're doing is working. It's like people don't really have much other time to do unless they have days mm, off, yep, right? For so sure. Even, uh, even you see, even hopping on like Bumble there, like I could, it was I didn't have any I didn't have any dates, but I was trying to like I was like fuck like what's something that was set me apart like I can get creative here and I was yeah. like I was like oh me and my girl are looking for a third and then it's just a picture of me and my flashlight like <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple me and Abella are looking for yeah. a third and then one girl uh, I think her name was I think her name was Carly I want to yeah. say she, I was like what's like, she's like she's like what what that's that's weird that's a weird third yeah. <laughs> I was like yeah. But no, it's uh, it's definitely not that I would know, but I would assume it's like you have so many young people that don't live there that are just working, so they would probably like dating, yeah. like casual sex would probably be on the on the up and up out there, right? Like, because oh, yeah. no one's looking for relationships yeah. at working all the time. But not that I know anything about relationships, <laughs> and I hope no one takes this as like a relationship podcast. What did you learn? Out there? <laughs> Two married guys and a single person tell you the nuances of being in a relationship in this day and age. <laughs> Thanks for this book, man. Quincy brought us uh, the Beastie Boys. It's it's huge. Yeah, it's like the fucking Goblet of it's Fire. Huge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's beautiful. Though. Oh, that's sick. So this is like all the clubs and like restaurants and stuff that they would have gone to, like in the city. Yeah, it's, it's beauty. It's man. cool. Man. Thank oh. you for this gift. It is five hundred and seventy-one pages. Nice. Wow. A beautiful appendix in there. That's what you need. And a sleeve, yeah. I should have wrote a note in the inside cover. Now There's think, still time, brother. You still, you still got time. We'll get you a pen. Yeah. yeah, a good pen. Something with a heavy flow. <laughs> I would probably say like, "Mom, you're just jealous." It's the Beastie Boys. I would probably say something. Like that. <laughs> Fantastic. No sleep till Fort McMurray, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. In- no, it's interesting, man. Good, man. No, it's nice to have you here, though. No, honestly. yeah, I, I really, it's, it's uh, so good. I really, so truly, good. yeah, I missed you all. I missed, uh, <clears throat> I mean, t- it's easier with technology to live, yeah, 3,500 kilometers away with, um, face, face videos yep. and chats and whatnot, mm. FaceTimes, face videos. I was gonna say, you, you not sporting Apple or like, you can't say FaceTime? <laughs> it's a what, what's going on? <laughs> it's a Huawei. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Huawei. It's a Huawei. No, but it's, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. It's just, 
it's you get caught up you get caught up with working and then it's like oh you're somewhere else entirely and there's a time difference mm-hmm. i always forgot there was a time difference yeah. trying to <clears throat> connect with people and it's yeah. like oh just send a message <clears throat> every now and then and it's like yeah all is all is good and then it's normally the same thing right you get worried like oh fuck like they forgot about me yeah. haven't talked to them in a while it's like <laughs> same thing man just taking a shit tuesday <laughs> yeah yeah and they had this fucking i was annoying all my coworkers, man because i had this fucking ditto song stuck in my head for two months <laughs> God bless her. Thank you by Ditto if you guys don't know it. It's a tremendous tune. It is. It but is. I don't think it's as tremendous if I'm singing it on repeat like uh, when people don't want to. And we have You uh, got to switch it to like the stand version. When oh, Eminem yeah. stand, goes yes. stand. Yes. Yeah, and then switch back to Yeah. I just drank a fifth of vodka. Dare me to drive? It's like no stand, please don't. <laughs> don't. You're, you're, you have a you have a mother stand. I hope this letter gets to you in time. Yeah. <laughs> Zach actually showed me the uh, like a live kind of like acoustic version of that song yesterday which apparently he was well versed in he's like yeah. you haven't you haven't heard the live acoustic version of wow. thank you i'm like what are you a lesbian you you have <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> he was right though it was it was fantastic yeah it's it beautiful yeah he she sent me it too yeah yeah and it was uh yeah and i was i was trying to think of that i um i i, I don't know if we could have done a top 10 but that's a really good use of how Eminem sampled Ditto's song. And I was trying to think of other really good samples. And there's one, um, it's a Drake song. It's called Nice For What. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this R&B singer named Lauren Hill had a song. Oh, yeah. That she sampled just that. Do you know Nice For What? It's like I'd know it if I heard it. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's like a little bit, like eight second sample that he took. And like, sing, I, sing us a little. I don't. I don't even know it off the cuff. I wish I could. I really wish I could because we can't really play it. But I mean, we can play it, but we shouldn't. I'm sure, most people listening probably know it. Yeah, better than yeah. me do actually. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say it like FaceTime. But do you guys have any other really good samples? Oh like, man, because it's not the same as like covering a song. Yeah. Do you still need permission to sample it like the same way you would to cover it? It kind of depends, I think, on the industry. Because like the first, the big. Sorry, t- this is the music industry we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and like the the <laughs> genre. The oil industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it depends on the genre, I think. Right, like yeah. um, one of my favorite samples is uh, is it MIA uh, Paper Planes. She used that Clash. Yeah, yeah. Guitar riff like in the song I and like, like, and like paper yeah, beautiful, beautiful use of it and like. All I want to do is. Bah, 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 bah. I feel like no, like, you know, guys in the Clash like probably aren't coming after her yeah and then that's another sample uh lil wayne sampled that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wheezy baby wheezy i can't uh, i can't repeat most of the words but i can can say one else it's uh expertives want to kick it but bitch i ain't trying to play sucker nice i'm all about my bacon you can call me betty (laughs) crocker with a with a Holly Grove twang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Shout out to Holly Grove. Any <laughs> listeners in Holly Grove? Yeah. Uh, where Eminem grew up, he like he had a crazy childhood. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. he killed. He was like a party to a murder or murdered someone at like twelve or something, and then his uncle like uh, found him and like or, mm. it was something crazy. That story shot man. He accidentally shot himself. Accidentally, it actually recently came out. So this really? is actually really? good. This actually. Re- really good uh, segue into this so he just did a mental health little small documentary mm. oh, cool. on youtube 
And so the story was, and apologies if I butcher this, but the story was for all these years that he accidentally shot himself as a kid. But he was in his room or his mom's room or whatever, and he was playing with the gun, and he thought it would be funny to, like, play with the gun. And he came out on the documentary and said, like, he was, you know, had suicidal thoughts and this and that. He needed help. So he ended up, he ended up, the gun went off. He ended up shooting himself, and he was, like, dying on the floor. Um, And whoever was in the house, I can't remember, called the cops. And a bunch of these cops or whatever, like, stepped over him. They didn't give a fuck about him on the floor like bleeding out and this one cop so he now calls him like his uncle yeah because he saved his life oh so that's what it was yeah that's no what's been, that must be what i read yeah, yeah. Like, wow. and uh he, he was like apparently that cop was like to his other partners and stuff like fuck you guys this poor kid's dying we gotta help him yeah and like took it upon himself to make sure he was okay help him get him yeah. to the hospital etc but wow I digress. It goes yeah. back to this mental health documentary, mm. which I <clears throat> strongly recommend you watch. It's yeah. like 12 minutes, not long. Yeah. Um, and it's little Wayne talking about it and talking about the experience and finally coming out with yeah. the words to say that and he all was, his, good for him, all his years yeah. and probably how it influenced his music. And I know he had a heavy, um, yeah. syrup, like codeine um, and yeah, that, that's right. I don't yeah. know if that's called lean, but yep. I think yeah. it's like, I remember he, he would do that like crazy yeah. on, uh, yeah, he was well known on for tour. Sure. And there's another yeah. rapper, I want to say Pimp C, who passed away. I think from uh, bad syrup. From sipping. I'm not 100 really? on that. We'd have to we'd have to check that. But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting how like <clears throat> something when that happens, you're really young. Like yeah, mm-hmm. there's like trauma, but then like there's also something else that comes out of it, and you mm. like still can move on and go about your life. It's crazy. Yeah, well, Do you yeah, block you can, it out. You or? still grow, right? Like, yeah. You, you know, your brain develops differently than it would have otherwise, but it's not like someone like at our age now. You experience yeah. that trauma; it's so mm-hmm. much harder. To and it's a like sign of the times too, that. right? Like back yeah. back then, even <clears throat> that short time ago, in in the grand scheme of things, it's like he was probably you know embarrassed to tell the story. Yeah, or, yeah, it was probably more uh, more taboo to talk yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely for a rapper, it'd be yeah. taboo to talk yeah, about. Yeah, for a man, problems. like yeah, in like the rap circle, yeah, for sure. I used to be a bit, well, I still am, but a big yeah. Little Wayne fan. Yeah, I know his early stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. The Carter Three. Yeah. 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 And then, like, yeah, oh, he had some really, like, he had a song called Fireman. Yeah. Mm. Fireman. So Fire good. Fireman. Yeah. And then I think he, like, uh, I think, it, well, yeah, it was him. And, again, my, my rap is a little rough here, but it's, like, um, him and Birdman. <clears throat> Birdman discovered <clears throat> him, and it was and it was Young Money, YMCMB, or Young yeah. Money, Cash Money Boy. And cash then money he, billionaires. Cash money billionaires. Yeah. And then he yeah. started a side thing called Young Money. Yeah. And then he found Tyga. He found Nicki Minaj. He found Drake. Like he didn't find. He brought them yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And there's there's another guy, Gutta Gutta, who he was, wouldn't know. Just listen to the song Bedrock. Yes. By Lil Wayne, and that's yeah. like. And that's got all of them. In the that's video got all of them too. when like they were yeah. in their heyday. It's a really good song. It's like yeah, really good. Yeah. My uh, one of my favorites from Lil Wayne is. The Pussy Monster. <laughs> Have you ever heard it? <laughs> ever heard that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feed me pussy. Pussy, pussy. Pussy, pussy. <laughs> That's, That's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> I, I like I like Steady Mobbing with Gucci nice. Mane. Yeah. Gucci Mane's the OG. He fucking made a mixtape in prison over the phone. Fuck. That's wild, eh? Yeah. East You're... Atlanta Santa. That's his, uh, <laughs> that's his <animal. laughs> That's, that's one of his lines. Yeah. 
It's like Amazing. East Atlanta, Santa. I can never go to Canada. Drake's on the song. Some, it's like I just nice. remember that. Yeah. Fantastic. How was your Christmas, buddy? It was good, man. Yeah. yeah. Santa bring you nice things. Yeah, just uh, just socks. I wasn't uh, nice. I wasn't too good on the. Are they stiff by now or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Ty- that's uh, Tyler Parks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's a- snap him like a tortilla that's chip. A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Uh, no, it was good, man. It's it's good to see the family yeah. as much as you can, and uh, yeah, had a couple Facetimes with uh, a couple friends like just that I haven't seen. Uh, in person in a while, that's yeah. always good, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's just good getting drunk, mm-hmm. like, uh, I was, go. got to meet my, uh, got to meet uh, Zoe's uh, boyfriend, got to meet her, oh! her dad, and nice. her family, and we were already, we were already drinking pretty heavily mm-hmm. at the Christmas dinner, then we went over there and kept drinking, it was really good. He's we're, a nice guy. Really nice guy. Cool yeah. sounding family, and like, got yeah. him into like a prep school that's like a feeder for like professional basketball. Yeah. So this guy, he's in school like eleven hours a day, and like half of it is like on the court. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember what it's called. She calls it the compound, like yeah. this place where they go. But yeah, he yeah. was in. He's it's been all over. Cool. He was in Vegas. <clears throat> he was in Vegas for a tournament, and one of the one of the guys uh, tested positive for oh, COVID, and they were and they were gonna have and they tested negative, but they were like, oh, if we test positive, we're gonna have to stay here through Christmas. Yeah. And then uh, it was yeah I remember it was a whole thing and it's like you're you're 16 in Vegas that's a terrible age yeah. to be in Vegas right <laughs> you want to be five years older and like it's like you can go see if I guess if you have COVID you, you can't go out <laughs> never mind if you if you tested uh, negative <clears throat> and then you were of age you could yeah. go see the sites yeah. yeah I mean you could do it like Russ in a Vegas vacation National Lampoon's yeah. just get the fake ID on the street and then just hit the Shit, casinos yeah. and <laughs> yeah. 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 If, we, yeah if you're like 21 Vegas is probably the best place to get straight have you guys been I have not Never. I'm desperate well, to go I'd love yeah, to go I would uh, <laughs> uh, like if, it would be the type of thing you'd I'd want to like budget for for yeah. a while yes. to like get the full experience yeah. Yeah. If, if like just the gambling side and then yeah. Uh, the sports betting side, but I think it would be so cool yeah. to go for a Super Bowl or any sports championship, yeah. or the Mar- or the March Madness, the NCAA oh, championship, yeah. and just sit sit in Caesar's Palace in the sports book and watch these yeah. degenerates like as they just go everything. nuts. Did Caesar actually live there? <laughs> <laughs> Hangover. <laughs> oh yeah, is this Caesar's house? Caesar actually lived here. Didn't think no, so. Didn't think so. <laughs> Well, Sasha and I are going to do it right. We're going to, well, we heard in order to do Vegas right, you have to bring your wife and your small child. There you go. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, you, you, guys right. have, you guys have both of those things. Yeah. So. Sasha, Sasha and I are looking for a little uh, little lane to sneak out of here. We ended up getting to uh, to Montreal for a night. Yes, thank I, you. I that, was, that. that was, yeah. So we had a good time. who did you see? What was the show? So <clears throat> we... Uh, we're working with an old buddy of mine. His name's Travis. He's uh, from a band called the Penske File. Great reference. Um, from Burlington. They're like a high-octane the Penske pop File. punk rock and roll. Yeah, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, thank you. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so Travis is doing his solo stuff. He took time to like write during COVID because like, they couldn't tour and that sort of yeah. thing. And he's uh, he was working on stuff with us. And uh, then one day said, hey, like our band booked the show. Uh, it was it was in Toronto at the Horseshoe. I'm like, oh, that's great! Like the Horseshoe yeah, Tavern. Horseshoe Tavern. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, we'll come out like in a week or so. And then he came back for a session like three days later and said, we actually booked one early December in Montreal. And we looked at each other and said, oh fuck, we 
we're going to that for sure. Like, I haven't been to Montreal since I was 13 or 14. Justin, you went when you were, what, 18 or 19, yeah, I guess? I was about 20, yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been there since uh, the, the stripper robbing story. I think I've yes. told it before. <laughs> I don't think Zach had been there at all, so he said, you know what? Let's, uh, it was enough, it was enough notice. We said, you know, we'll book the time and, uh, yeah, we'll just drive out there and it'll be great. Yeah, because is it five hours from here? It's like five and a half. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, not pretty good. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, uh, Zach ended up getting invited to his buddy's engagement party that same night and, uh, decided he would feel better, uh, about disappointing us. Boo! <laughs> he disappointed and, uh, us. Wow. And uh, said... He showed his true colors. That's that right. He, yeah. Good friend. Um, he said, listen, like, you know, I, I'm going to go to Barry. It's the right thing to do. It's my buddy's engagement party. And I'm like, okay. Well, what do we have to do to, like, get you to come? And he said, honestly, like, you'd probably have to kidnap me. So Justin and I took that seriously. And uh, I love it. the, the morning we left for Montreal, we left the house at 5 o'clock and we broke into Zach's place. And uh, we tied him up <laughs> naked with the zip ties in his bed. <laughs> we and, got him. Uh, <laughs> and started packing a bag. And uh, we you got, zip tied him? We yeah, zip tied him. We yeah. grabbed I'll him, we grabbed him did you, breakfast. Did you waterboard like, him after that? Or he was we good? Were about he to. Was, yeah. he was, <laughs> and, uh, I was teabagging him. <laughs> <laughs> we had his shoes ready to go yeah. and his That's jacket amazing. and... Gave him so, the Maltese goggles over his eyes. <laughs> the Maltese goggles. <laughs> <laughs> you just start, you start cawing like a falcon. <laughs> the Maltese goggles. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna say it. He bitched out and said, "I'm not going to Montreal." Yeah. Like, so we we were in his place and we're packing this bag. We're getting his you know his wallet, his money, his, his toothbrush, socks, his fucking everything. Like we're nice. We're, Snacks we're like, from his fridge. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that guy parked out front? That truck with the ki- with the canoes on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why do you have canoes? It's winter. What, what are you expecting? Hey, you never know. The flood, man. When so, the flood comes, you yeah. gotta be ready. The Sorry, flood anyways. comes. So we're in there and we're being so so nice packing his stuff. Sasha's getting like a, him apples and like oatmeal and stuff for breakfast and like very nice. Meanwhile, he's zip tied in the bed and I'm like jumping on him. I said, let's go, let's go. He's like, I'm not coming to Montreal. I'm not fucking coming to Montreal. Okay, fine. So we go, we go to wait. He gets up out of bed. He goes, take a piss or he's, shit or whatever. He says, I'm going to take a shower yeah, first yeah. or something. Okay, No fine. problem. So Sasha and I are sitting <clears> in the living room. We got everything ready to go. And it's been just a little too long for this guy in the bathroom. So Sasha goes... I'm going to go check on him. Goes in. Do you do an he's, Irish exit? He's back in bed. Oh, fucking sleeping. <laughs> so we're like, well, we're not going to, we're not going to waste our time. Like we, we want to go. This will learn him. This will learn him. So Sasha and I looked at each other. He's like, all right, we're going to Montreal, buddy. So we left him zip tied in his bed <laughs> in the pitch black. And then S- Sasha had taken his phone and like packed his charger and everything. Yeah. In, in, at the in front the door. At the front door. So he had no mm. phone, no nothing. He didn't know where his stuff was. And he's zip tied in bed. <laughs> so it yeah. wasn't until like three or four hours later we're passing, you know, we're passing uh, through like Kingston, or, Kingston or, whatever. or whatever. Yeah. Like, you think Zach's okay? Yeah, yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll be fine. <laughs> so anyway, he made it to Barry. But long story short, we we get to uh, get to Montreal and we're we're having you know a great time. You know, yeah. finally away. F- we love our children and love our wives, of course. But it's nice to get away. So no, 100%. And, I, I, and I don't there. think Justin and I have like ever done. Like boys trip. Even, yeah, I mean, like we went to Ireland a few years ago, yeah. like yeah, with yeah. our at the time girlfriends, but we we yeah, did never done like a we trip. did the U-Haul back from Calgary. That yeah. would have been like kind of the closest thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we get there and and 
Sasha like, oh, I got, I've got a friend in town right now. She was looking after a, a family member who was uh, okay. just had surgery, and uh, so we're like, oh, let's you know meet up with her, go for go for a bagel, go for a coffee, whatever. So we get there, beautiful coffee shop, beautiful bagels. We yeah. get Saint Viateur. Yeah, it was bagels, just unbelievable. OG Montreal bagels. Really good, eh? She's from the town, so like, she yeah. knows. Nice. So we started yeah. started the day off um, <clears throat> with unbelievable sandwiches. Yeah. And <laughs> it was low key. We were both chilling. Yeah. And uh, and she kind of told us some places to go. She had to run back to the house. This check. was a, sorry. This was in Montreal. Or it was like a suburb. Of yeah, it was in Montreal, Montreal, like that Mont Royal area, Mont Royal, so like okay. j just east of the Mount. Yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah. Kind of kind of like West End Toronto, but no condos. Yeah, yeah it was okay. beautiful. It, it was, was awesome. gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So we check into our place, and we're like ten minutes from Old Montreal, and like three yeah, four minutes from like uh, Saint Catherine Street. Yeah. So that's where everything was kind of happening. What was the venue? Fufon Electric or yeah, whatever Fufu on Saint Catherine's. Yeah, like right in the heart of downtown. Yeah. So Sasha, let's, let's go for a walk. It was kind of getting dark. It was a little bit rainy. Went to Old Montreal. It was so romantic. It was so romantic. <laughs> it was, so it was so snowy and there were lights yeah. everywhere. Was, like, like just before Christmas, right? It's like December 11th. Like beautiful. Yeah. Like, beautiful. It was like fucking hogs meet yeah. out there. We're like, let's, <laughs> go, awesome. let's go for a so scotch. Good. Let's find a scotch bar. So he looks it up and it's called it's called uh, Pub Brewski. Sure enough, and like it's a it's a whiskey bar and gastro pub I'm like this perfect your spot in yeah. in the big market that they've got right down there yeah. that's so cool so we go down <clears throat> kind of get comfy our waitress was um, amazing she started joking with us right off the hop yeah a, a couple spots freed up at the bar so we're like oh do you mind if we move to the bar so we're there and we're like choosing scotches or whatever we're like fuck it let's go balls to the wall let's like enjoy our time we went yeah top shelf yeah had like like what's uh four or five whiskeys oh man we we went well we went Fucking big. We like had Lagavulin. We had, had Oban. We had uh, Octomore, which is extremely hard to find. First time I've been able to try it. Six years I've wanted to try it. Jeez. It's the peatiest, like parts per million, smokiest whiskey, like on the market. And it so it's tough to drink for a, uh, a non to, For an inexperienced yeah. drinker, for sure. I mean, like, you open the, the bottle, palate, like, the whole mine. bar just smells like a bonfire like it's, it was incredible um we tried like local vodkas which best vodka i've ever had and i love vodka are you, are you shooting the vodka or are you sipping it we were oh, sipping, we're on sipping it yeah. i think we had tequila at 1.2 nice. um and, and uh, tons of local beers and they were amazing they were all made like in-house really, really so you guys got fantastic. into one a little bit so we got into it so <laughs> and the best oh, yeah. part was it was like 4 o'clock so we're both looking at each other we're kind of a little stumbly having a great time and uh, there's this there's this one bottle sitting behind uh, a bunch of the other Lagavulin bottles, and it was unopened. So Sasha like, "Fuck, we gotta open it." So what's we, that? What's that? What's we talked to the guy, whatever. So he, he gets it out, and it was uh, it was a Lagavulin twelve. Yeah, which they don't was. make anymore. They ran out of it. Yeah. Like sorry, 12, 12, 12 years, 12 years 12 aged, which is like. Uh, of all the Lagavulins you could ever buy off the shelf in Canada, it's probably the best one it's the best. that you okay. can get. Wow. And yeah. we're like, we're fucking ballers at this point. We're like, we're <laughs> gonna be. so we have it and it is absolutely gorgeous. So Buddy opens it in front of us, pours That's it so out cool. for us, the whole but, bit. But we also learned it, it had been like sitting for, what was it 13 years or something like that? Like 2008, they really? bottled it and then it just sat. Whether it was in someone's basement yeah. or in the back sorry. of the store, like sorry, a good learning opportunity here. So when it says twelve years, that doesn't mean it's been in the bottle for twelve no, years. No, it means it aged in a, in barrel. a barrel for twelve years. Right, and and it means that the youngest. So this is where it gets confusing too, because you have when someone says there's a blended whiskey, it means it's different whiskeys from different distilleries. And okay. then when you have a single malt, 
it means it was all, it's all whiskey from the same distillery, but it can be different batches that they've made. Gotcha. So when they cool. say it's a 12-year single malt, that means that the youngest whiskey that they used to blend it with all of their own whiskeys was 12 years. So the 12-year, though, probably had like 20, 30-year-old whiskey in there added to it, which is why it had... Yeah. Amazing quality, and I have to say, the prices compared to like yes. Toronto, yes. outrageously good. Yeah, so like so affordable. You weren't paying a leg in it. No, we took bets on what our bill was going to be. Gonna we were off by like a hundred something bucks. <laughs> it was wow. really less. Yeah. That's so true. we get this, we get this bottle, and I, I said to the waitress, I said, "Humor <laughs> us." I said, "If we were to buy that bottle right now, as it is, yeah. how much are you going to charge us?" She goes, well, I can't really sell you the bottle because, you know, we're a liquor license, liquor license yeah. blah, blah, blah. I said, if you're going to pour it out in single shots, give me the empty bottle and I'll pour it under the table. How much is it going to cost me? Manager comes out. She's like, oh, well, I heard you guys want to buy the bottle, blah, 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 blah. So she's shooting the shit. And uh, she goes, yeah, let me do a quick calculation. I'll give you a good deal or whatever. She goes, um, it's going to be $389. We're like, ah, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. But you know what's nice? She said... I'll charge you by the ounce, but I'll pour one and a half mm. if, yeah. you, if you actually want it to go that far. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? We thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> you could, so. you could have, well, you already had a, a few libations on yes. point. Yeah, so yeah. Like, we were yeah. loose-lipped. Yeah. So, we were. Because we I would think there's, um, there's like, how there's like wine of the month clubs like people yes. get from Italy. Could you do the same thing with scotch? Where you could yeah, there's actually a bar in Toronto that does it called the Caledonian. They're like okay. an ambassador scotch bar. Um, for Ardbeg out of Scotland, but they, they carry all sorts of stuff. And they do, they do monthly uh, gatherings, like private events, um, stuff where you can come in, they have stuff on promo. So like it's, it's yeah, like oh. heavily reduced. You can come and try stuff that's, you know, pretty obscure. Um, but no, this this place is yeah. amazing. Um, but, so, but naturally we got hungry. Yeah, we got hungry. Yeah, so you gotta eat. You gotta before, our, before our bill comes, Sasha and I go, What's the best poutine in the area? Like, we're only here for one night. What's it? She goes, right here. <laughs> we're like, that's awesome yeah. marketing, right? And she goes, no, I'm dead fucking serious. She goes, if you guys order a poutine and it's not the best poutine you've ever had, I will personally pay for your poutine. So like, and this it. is our server. This isn't yeah. the manager yeah. or the chef. That's this confident. is just our server. It's yeah, confidence. Yeah. So yeah. Fuck it. Give us a poutine. Oh, oh my God. My we God. paid for that poutine. We would have paid for that. We would have paid two times over. Yeah, I don't, I don't get how how there's such a scale for poutines when you only have three ingredients, right? Cheese. Curds, you know what? Gravy, and that fries. that's just it. And we talked about that. And it's um, every component has to be outstanding when there's only three things. So like the fries were not too thick, not too thin, crispy, skin on. The gravy was kind of like your cock. <laughs> <laughs> was like gravy <laughs> it's not out or anything <laughs> but no it was it was it was beautiful like the, the gravy was rich but it, not burnt like some places burnt some places it's watery it it tasted like you know your turkey drippings from thanksgiving dinner you know like the real deal wow um and we, we said you know we got to test the cheese like obviously you know they say squeaky cheese curds but like they it needs to be stringy too which like cheddar doesn't go stringy unless it's like prepared properly for cheese curds. Yeah. So, um, so we, you know when you're eating the mozzarella sticks down downtown Hamilton, it was like that. We did that like test. That. It, it would be from here to the mic. He, he had like test. a two foot string coming off test. the cheese on yeah. this poutine. It was gorgeous. That's my that's my fucking in my uh, phone in my contact phone. Yeah, for that's Justin. right. <laughs> <laughs> cheese. Got like an eight foot line of cheese. That's amazing. Got to test the cheese, baby. Got to test amazing. the cheese. It was so, outstanding. It had green onions on top and 
two super crispy seasoned onion rings yeah. perched right on top. It was just, it was outstanding. So wow. we get our bill. We're off by like a hundred bucks, but they had, cause we were ordering all this top shelf shit and I guess they liked we, us. They were having a good time with it. <laughs> they, they comped like quite a few drinks for us, which and was like our phenomenal. most expensive drinks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Phenomenal. So, Hospitality was like second to none. Shout out to Pub Brewski. If anybody's in Montreal, you can find it in old Montreal down by the river. Down and it's by fucking the river amazing. To pray. Pray. We were praying. Buddy. We were. It was amazing. Um, and they, yeah, awesome. we, we wandered around some more. And this was the show wasn't the same night. It was. was we were only there for one night. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This one night. On one yeah. Night. Wow. So, so yeah. we've been in the city like three hours at this point. Um, oh, so you did we, this all in one night. Oh yeah, sorry. we were getting everything in, and we you know we just wandered at that point, like went checking out other like shops, restaurants, and um, hooked up with. Uh, my friend Allison, and uh, she took us on like a guided street art tour. And she's us, from there, so she knows yeah. all the spots. So she's yeah, telling us about how, like, in the mid '90s, like street art took off in Montreal, and like there were all these different crews that were um, tied in with the different music venues and helping to promote local art and oh, stuff. So and was cool. like taking us on these back roads, which you would think are alleyways, and then you know roads that we had walked. It didn't stop to look, and then you stop and look up, and we're talking like fifty Huge by sixty murals. foot murals and stuff, like just beautiful. And then uh, we went and got some like fresh Lebanese, like Lebanese interpreted poutine or whatever that was, and crushed that shit. Like eleven pounds, we ate half of it and had to take the rest back to our Airbnb. Even it, man. It was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. even That's insane. It. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then we, finally <clears throat> the show. We went to the show. You guys so, must have been bloated. <clears throat> I'm like, did you have a? Did you have a? Well, you know, what? we were walking around a lot too. Like it was, it was oh, perfect. Guess. It was the perfect balance. And uh, I guess yeah, because sh shiver a little bit out of you too. Like uh, yeah. so, it, that was the day. All those tornadoes like ripped through. Was it Kentucky and stuff? So all the leftover storm was oh, coming getting... through, and we were just <clears throat> yeah, we were ripping. watching like signposts blowing all down the road. So all the like... construction fencing <clears throat> fucking down on the sidewalks. Guys and... jumping in, grabbing yeah. scrap copper wire <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> right? People going through the beds, <laughs> fucking raiding it. That's it, was, it was nuts. But yeah, we got to the venue, Fufun, and uh, so Stomp Records, which is like a punk rock, rock and roll, ska record label. It was like their anniversary show. And uh, their 25th year anniversary show got put off by a year because of COVID. Because of COVID. So it was... Uh, we we stepped in and just and I looked at each other and said like it's been nice, buddy, but we're definitely both getting COVID yeah. tonight in this place. Like, oh, you thought so? Right? <laughs> yeah, we didn't miraculously. I guess no. I don't know how no one did, but the show is incredible. This venue is amazing. Like the lower level, it's very industrial. There's lots of art. Um, what else? There's uh, the top floor. There were two different like show venues, so there were two bands playing at the same time, like in the same building. And uh, yeah, we got to see our guys um, in Penske file play, and they were just wicked, incredible wicked. for guys who like had you know been out of the game for almost mm -hmm. two years. Yeah, haven't like, played, and uh, half mm -hmm. of these bands probably haven't had a live show. Yeah. No, none of but them. you could yeah. feel that. You could feel that energy. You could feel like the fucking just looking at the smiles on their face. Yeah, and like everyone, everything in, on the floor, like in the crowd, was just it was insane. It was such a communal show. It was it was so nice to be at. So yeah. speaking of speaking of live concerts, do you guys know this band Brass Against? Yes. Do you know what they did at a concert? Yep. Apparently, do you it's know? not out no. of the ordinary oh, well, for them. Uh, I have a video. Uh, I think, give me I a think sec, you're going to be into it, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did you hear this band prior to this? I have heard of them prior to okay, this, actually. Yeah. I'd I never like, seen them live until this particular incident, if that's uh, what we're going to call it. Oh, it's crazy. But basically, basically, before I show you it. Yeah. Um, this uh, lead singer 
uh, I don't know if the fan was into golden showers, but she was like, she pisses on this guy. <gasps> yeah, like, Who wants to see me that. piss on this guy? <laughs> that's them. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a video. But she's not pissing. She's like, like it's it's intense. There's psi coming off. (laughs) You can see her. You can see her if you look at her hamstrings, like they're shaking. She's birthing on this guy. I I just got shown it the other day. I was like, what in the what in the sweet? It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. (laughs) And it's like they apologize. It's like, but it's like, man, that fan, like. Sometimes you get for life, sometimes man. you get a show and then you get like yeah. an the after party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something to remember it by. Yeah, fuck yeah. seriously. I don't but, know. I'm pee shy. I don't think I could piss on someone in front of a whole crowd of people. <laughs> I'd have to be I'd have to be really drunk where I lose control of my bladder. That's the only way I could pee in front yeah. of But like but we'd be holding you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking your you'd pants real, off for you. You'd be like wheelbarrow. Hold me like a wheelbarrow. Bring out Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend <laughs> it's fr- just pretend it's Frankie's couch. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really. Just hold it in until you get to the front of the stage, Quincy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Is this mouth open? <laughs> oh. And then she puts it in sport mode and then just <laughs> Holy <laughs> Like what how much how long was she holding that in for? Oh fuck. Do you boo boo? That's so incredible. She, she looked like she had to release midway anyway. Yeah, she was going to have stage. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my god, I couldn't yeah. believe it. Was That's like... an intermission if I've ever seen one. Oh my god, it's crazy. I hope she drank like an onion pale ale before she did it. <laughs> and was else. just eating asparagus for like a week. The smell. guy's like, no, baby, stop, stop. Turn this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the faucet off. <laughs> oh, it's fucking nuts. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. The only other video I can compare that to is it was in, um, it was like three or four years ago. It was on Twitter. It was a thread. And it was uh, Oktoberfest, like the the one in Germany. Oh, yeah. Not the one in Munich. KW. And it was just people fucked up, fucked up, and like the the girls giving a, they're both black out at the picnic table, and the girls like, the girls half asleep jerking this guy off under the table, and he's like he, he's like fucking belligerently drunk, and he starts peeing while she's jerking him off, and she's so drunk she just keeps going, she's like not stopping, and then there's, and then there's this guy like. These pe- obviously people peeing in public, yeah. and it's a big like fuck off hall. And then this this girl, this girl's peeing in the middle between two tables, and she finishes peeing, and this server comes with like twenty five beers in steins. I think oh they're called. yeah, yeah. And she just fucking whoop and like oh, oh no. slips on it. She, she slips, slips on it. Oh. Yo, you don't need to go back to the Middle Ages to see what life was like. You just need to go to October. Yeah, yeah. oh, I Munich, heard right? it's absolutely Holy fucked. Sign me up. I heard it's absolutely fucked. It's craziness. Sign me the fuck up. That's so funny, though. As I drink a Bohemian Pilsner. Fucking. Pilsner Urkel. Yeah, great beer. Pilsner Urkel. Like when I finally started getting into beer when I was like 19 or 20, this is one that my dad said, you should probably try this. I think you'll like it. Speaking of beer. Yeah, let's go for another. Yeah, please. Thank you. 
Oh, that's that's crazy though, man. Good I times. just give her. I I wouldn't have. I just don't think she should have apologized. Like, no, I mean, like, I guess you know, if there's fucking people in the crowd, or who, maybe like, yeah, just maybe someone really bro- didn't want to see someone piss. But like, if you're going to see this band, like, they are known for their live antics and that kind of stuff, right? Like, do you want that or do you want this? this I'm gonna either. Yeah, Innocent Gun. That's good. What do we got here? Hollandia. Yeah. Hey. All right. I'll yeah, take the old Milwaukee, please. Oh yeah, twist your rubber arm. <laughs> it's like grade, it's like grade nine every time we come here. Yeah, the the rest of the show, it was amazing. We had a great time. Um, actually, my friend Allison, by that time she was our friend Allison. Yes. She took some money out at the ATM and oh, yeah. uh, while frantically trying to coat check and stuff, she forgot to grab the cash and she lost like sixty bucks. And someone came and swiped it. So, you know, that was a little bit of a bummer. And but like, it's only 60 bucks. It, it was only 60 bucks. So you know what, like, goes around, comes around. Like, it'll come back to me one day. It's money. And, like, two hours later into the night at the show, this woman approaches her and says, were you using the ATM downstairs earlier? And she said, yeah. And she whips out 60 bucks and says, so I think money. this was yours. What? We're yeah. all like, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so she so saw us no wander point. off and tried to find us. Didn't realize we'd left at one point. Like, I don't remember if it was to smoke or go get food or just fresh air and come yeah. back in but she, you guys she found must have us been smoking cigarettes when you're that <clears> drunk <throat> what has two humps and is smooth as fuck baby <laughs> camels camels we i think between the two of us we smoked like 35 cigarettes and we were just pulling on justin's vape all night too and yeah. pulling on my fucking little weed pen like our lungs were the Shot. next day, it was like, yeah, oh. it was bad. It was bad, but it was great. So like, but that's amazing. No COVID, yeah. and then you would have heard on the news that there was an outbreak at a yeah, concert. and they would have called us for sure. And like, it's a little different there with like the whole uh, symbolism and like what you can wear and can't in public, right in Quebec. Like, it's kind of like a taboo thing. So what people, do you mean? which we learned. Uh, well, like we they, they banned wearing any religious symbols in the public sector if you work. So like, it, it let's be real. Like, it, it was people... an anti-Muslim thing. Yeah, because, you know, the Catholics are feeling oppressed or whatever by, like, all the immigrants living in Quebec. <laughs> so, no like, people, <clears throat> so people can't wear, like, turbans, headscarves, but you also can't wear, like, rosaries and that kind of stuff. So That's the, the mask kind of ties into all that. And, like, Quebec it, was one of the first places to have, like, anti-lockdown you, riots with, like, full-on looting and stuff. Yeah. So Could you not <clears throat> argue if someone's telling you not you can't wear a headdress isn't that like a freedom of religion like a charter right I'm not a I'm not a lawyer well Quebec's not Canada right <sighs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah you, yeah, got, you gotta what, remember you guys, gotta remember yeah, guys <laughs> I just operated for the last 40 minutes forgetting Quebec uh, was <clears throat> so speaking of that do you guys know what the Maverick Party of Canada is no it's a political party that started in Alberta mm-hmm. it used to be called the Wild Rose Party Oh, I know and, Wild Rose, yeah. So oh, are these is, the like, like, separatists at West? So this is, oh, uh, okay. This is a whole thing. And, uh, uh, I only, it's hard, it was hard to get people to talk about, people like to talk about politics like when they're bitching about the current government, but it's hard to get their own view of, uh, of how they feel politically, especially on a smoke break. Like, mm-hmm. But yeah. I was trying my best. Like, I, yeah. I must talk to like 40. You're the right 40, guy to do it too. Yeah. I must talk to like 40 different people about it. And like, basically, of a few it was like a few and far between that talked about it and the ones that did were either like sounded like very conspiratorially about it like mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen like like uh, 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 Alberta's Alberta is going to take over Alberta and BC are going to kind of amalgamate each other we have all the 
we have all the natural resources, then we're going to take all the natural gas from Ontario, then we're going to get rid of Quebec, then we're going to get rid of the Maritimes, we're going to use Halifax as a port to bring in anything we need. And then get anyone, rid of. No, it was the one guy said it like that. He, I don't know if he meant it like that, but it was crazy. So it's like, it's like, wow. So uh, this wasn't. Uh, this is like a full on. Uh, people have thought about this, yeah. and it was. It was crazy. You're on your like, sixth cigarette out there. You're like, yeah. Fuck, buddy, wrap it up. <laughs> no, I was. I was trying to find a French guy who could. Who they could go back Ooh. and forth. <laughs> You're just like, the mediator. It's two separatists walking yeah. to a smoke pit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this would be a good joke. Fort McMoney, baby. <laughs> No, but that's interesting, right? Anytime you have people working yeah. from all over the place, you get different views on stuff. Of course, percent. of course. But not a lot of not a lot of love for uh, not a lot of love for uh, Daddy Trudeau there. Oh, no. I would say probably no, no, none, eh? Yeah, and I, yeah. man, honestly, man, and there's a couple convincing arguments. I'm, I'm not gonna say without a doubt, but it's possible that Castro could be his biological father i've i was presented some really strong arguments some pictures like side by side have Yo, you heard this conspiracy Maggie trudeau had a thing for the people in the caribbean that's all yeah. i've heard and so. the timeline adds up like the guy, this guy went in on it he was like nine months nine months before justin popped out where was where was maggie Trudeau? she was in and they showed a picture he found a picture of of uh he didn't have it time stamped yeah and, yeah but it's craziness, and then I was like, well, that's kind of weird. And then he's like, look what he said when Castro died, and then he's like, should pulled up this quote. I was like, that's kind of weird, and like, I don't, it doesn't take much for me to believe in a conspiracy yeah. theory. I'm kind of always want to believe in them a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But, Je n'ai pas en français. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know, man. Like, that's, that'd be something. I was like, yeah, and it's yeah. like, who's, so who's the, wor- who's the worst leader? The dad, the son, or the other dad, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you can have that whole argument. For sure. I don't know. If they're not too busy licking fucking Stephen Harper's boots to get into it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Stephen Harper one time walking through Calgary Airport. Did you well, kick he... him in the balls? <laughs> so he was walking, dude, it was like a flock of fucking <clears throat> Canada goose. So he was at the front, and there was three dudes in suits beside him on his left, three dudes in suits beside him on his right, but they were in a perfect triangle. So, like, he would be walking through the airport, yeah. but people would have to, like, kind of scatter around as he walked through. I said, God damn. Well, they didn't and want... You, you they think didn't it's want security, a, uh, but it's just his bankers. No, they didn't... <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't want... They didn't want a maple syrup melee on their hands. Some, some crazy... <laughs> yeah, some crazy little things trying to murder him for maple syrup. They just start fucking... Fuck you. <laughs> start dousing them. That's like that's like uh, the Canadian. You know immersion. that you know that scene in a Christmas Vacation where Clark's boss comes in with like the whole board of directors. Yeah, that's how I imagine that is Stephen Harper. Very very with very fucking close. So just picture black suits. So fun uh, fun fact. Um, Robert Land, the military school I went yes. to. Yes, one of our uh, sergeant majors, uh, who was a uh, career military guy, Ken Martin was bang, his name. Bang, <laughs> your bang, dad. your dad. <laughs> Bang! You're dead. Jonah, stop. Jonah. Sorry, we just got so sidetracked. That's amazing. Franco, you got iPods in the walls. You're jerking your dick like a goddamn pilgrim. I'm going to be dropping loads all over this house, Franco, like a goddamn dump truck. Danny McBride. Holy fuck. Oh my God. Sorry to interrupt. When Emma Watson comes in the house. Oh my God. No, I think she's the last girl, man. Oh God! <laughs> Who took my fucking phone, man? <laughs> Who took my phone? Like <laughs> so much blow. Get stabbed by the lamppost. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart. He's holding, <laughs> yeah. Craig T. Nelson's holding on to Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, little guy. You're just not really that funny. I'm sorry. 
fucking Michael Cera's death scene in that movie just gets me. He's he he's such a fucking dick. Yeah. In that movie, it's so good. It's so just getting impaled by that lamppost. Yeah. It's so good. And that's I, what happens when you grow up in Brampton. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Brampton. Yeah, he's yeah, from Brampton. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah. He's wow. a local guy. Yeah. That's good that there's still a. Uh, I'm not going to say that. That would have sounded very in- racially insensitive. I think I'm glad I didn't say that. But um, you're at military school. Yeah. So Ken Martin, uh, he was he was a military guy his whole life, like a like a pretty decorated and whatnot. And he uh, he actually won the lottery in Niagara in Welland. He won the lottery, and he was just working there to give back, like because he liked the army and yeah. was giving back at this military school. But mm-hmm. he held a job. He was the driver for Harper. Oh in no Ottawa. kidding! He, so whenever he was driving around mm-hmm. Ottawa, he was he got it through. Secure. He's like my buddy was a general or something, and he's like it was the sweetest job ever, because it was. I imagine it was a civilian job, and yeah. he's just yeah. driving him around. He didn't didn't have to carry. What kind of lottery did he win? Uh, he won the like the Niagara or the Saint Catharines lottery. No, so sure. it wasn't like a bingo. It was like a fucking no, no. He won a, he won a big yeah. one. He yeah, yeah, he bought a bunch of shit. Yeah. God damn! I would too. <laughs> really. I won the lottery, buy a bunch of shit. Sounds alright. How much are we talking? I don't know. We could we could look it up. Uh, I don't. I don't. I honestly don't $600. know. Six hundred dollars. No, it was it was something substantial. Like, we're talking six figures, six yeah, seven yeah, figures. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it was seven figures. Yeah. yeah. Well, good I think for him. Yeah. yeah. I only talk to people who make eight million. Well, I was gonna say eight figures. I'm not drunk. <laughs> you've seen drunk. that? Uh, you've seen that? Uh, there's a tweet that. Came out today, or I guess mm. I guess Bezos was looking. Yeah. Oh yeah, was human looking buffed up in yeah. the yeah. human growth hormones, and then yeah. someone else said the CDC recommends if you don't want to contract COVID, just have a net worth of two hundred billion and up. And it's just they're all just they're all just sitting on like a paddle board. Like, yeah, oh, they're out in God. the water. That's. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. The internet. I, I, I forget how fast they are, man. He's probably just still hurting after getting cucked by fucking Leo DiCaprio a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, that was so good. What did, what happened? His uh, he was at this party, dinner party or whatever, and Leo's like being introduced to his new girlfriend, like Bezos' new girlfriend, and she's like all over him. And Bezos in the background. He's like, like trying to get on the conversation. Like, and she's me, they're not paying me. attention to him whatsoever. And then, she's just undressing Leo with her eyes like the whole time they're talking. And like, then Leo kinda has to leave dude. He is he's but my he only, actor. He only goes actor. for like supermodels who are like twenty. Twenty. Twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, hey, yeah. nothing wrong with that, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, fuck. But then uh <clears throat> Uh, DiCaprio's kind of leaving and he kind of like waves her on and like she doesn't even look back at Bezos she just starts following yeah. you know? and <laughs> Bezos like does. wait for me <laughs> come back yeah. come back that's, that's my wife his peepee just shrinking by the second my wife bought Jeff Bezos <clears throat> so many fucking Christmas gifts oh she definitely with the amount of money that she spent college this year <laughs> yes the amount of money that she spent on Amazon oh man me and uh, me and my brother we because we were like, oh, we're flying home on the 24th. We can't go. We were working. We can't go Christmas shopping. He was like, okay, we'll just buy it all on Amazon and yeah. then uh, Fuck. we'll split the difference. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's not. I, I remember reading. when she was hiding boxes from you. Yeah. That was fun. Classic. <laughs> Classic. I thought, any, I thought that's what any wife does after they get married. <laughs> the husband hides the box. <laughs> Ayo! Ayo! <laughs> I didn't mean that about your wife. Obviously, I meant that well, about marriage in general. That's okay. <laughs> No, that's funny. <laughs> no, it's crazy. I the box. <laughs> oh, Quincy, you'll, you'll, you'll love this story. 
while we're on the subject. So, uh, my late grandpa, my mom's dad, uh, Christmas at my parents' house when I was 17, um, we'd gotten everyone together, and this is, this was right when my mom's divorced parents, my grandparents, were finally able to, like, get in the same room together again mm -hmm. for, like, family gatherings and stuff. And, uh... <clears throat> I remember uh, he comes into the dining room and says, Merry Christmas, how are you? I said, I'm great, I'm having a great time. He said, do you get any cool presents? And I said, yeah, I actually got an Xbox. And my parents got me an Xbox 360 like seven years after it came out. I was so excited. And uh, he says, oh, really? And looks into the living room at my grandma and he says, mine's sitting over there on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. Wow. I went upstairs and I wrote that joke down on a sticky note. And That's Put amazing. it on my fucking That's desk amazing. and kept it there for like 10 years. With, with, God bless with older age comes wisdom, they say. That's yeah. right. Yeah. This guy knew, knew a thing or two about a thing or two. He would love this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> was that the one that lived... Uh, was that the one in, in Kitchener that lived yes. by the gun factory? Uh, yeah, his son who lives uh, behind the Colt gun factory. That's I didn't it, know. Yeah, right in the valley. That's funny, we were... You did that Jonah Hill joke from This Is The End. I didn't know it was there until Chooch told me the one time. Mm. And I was driving in the area, and mm. I've, it just popped into my head, that Jonah Hill. Bang, you're dead, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. That's like the employees, dead. like, <laughs> bang, <laughs> bang. Okay, back to work. Yeah, you got to wonder, like, if it's, like, the least serious place to work, even yeah. though they're literally just manufacturing yeah. weapons all fucking day underground in did this you, place. Did you hear who they just hired? Who? Alec Baldwin. <laughs> too soon? No, never too soon. Oh fuck! Never that's too a, soon. That's a sad, sad story, man. That is. That's that nasty. Is. I saw. No, it was never too. It was about ten minutes. Oh, it was about ten minutes after I saw the, the tweet of that, and then someone sent me it, and they they were on Reddit, and yeah. Reddit's usually pretty quick with that stuff. And yeah. It was like it was like thirty. It was like Alec Baldwin and Tina Fey, and the and it was like thirty rounds instead of thirty <laughs> rock, and I was like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But no, that's that's really sad. He's uh, he's under some fucking deep investigation. Well, so, yeah, right. So is it they're the, saying like who's culpable? Is it the prop person who maintains that they like? Here's didn't know here's the problem. Here's them? the problem with like union film shoots. You're supposed to hire people within the union, so you hire like um, you have a prop master, but then you also have um, it's not a quartermaster, but it's a, a an armorer. So someone who's actually licensed and trained and like they specifically handle just the um, the firearms like for these sets. Um, <clears throat> however, this project was not quite studio budget. We're not talking like a nine figure film shoot. Yeah, We're yeah. talking like seven or eight, something more like that. So they had been they'd been kind of like going really cheap with the crew letting people go all the time, bringing in non-union people to work. Um, locals from, like, out in the desert. Like, no one who works in a film. And, uh, Were they filming <clears throat> in New Mexico? Yeah. And uh, so that's what happened, is that they... They originally, I guess, had an armorer, and it was too expensive because they were paying union rates, so they fired them. And then just Because they were going over budget? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess so. I guess well, so. they saw um, that they... Yeah. But they, were, they had already logged complaints, uh, the crew against the production team, um, because there were already 
firearms on set that went off that were not supposed to be loaded that had live ammunition in them. Alec, Alec <clears> complained. <throat> he was like, hey, I'm not pointed yeah. at anyone yet. I want it to go off when I'm pointed at someone. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just and, uh, yeah, so I, I guess what happened is um, uh, m the majority of the actual production crew Walked off the set the day before because they said it was so unsafe. Oh, so they had a strike. Or... Yeah, exactly. And um, only like three people like stuck, stuck around. It was uh, the producer, director, and a cinematographer. And it was the director and the cinematographer, like, director of photography, who were who were shot. Yeah. During that scene. Yeah. That's terrible. <clears throat> and yeah. you don't know that because obviously I, I didn't. I I mm. didn't know that. I don't know if mm. you did, Jay. But the headlines like to just say, "Oh, yeah. someone was killed." <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> and yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tragic. It, I mean, completely preventable, um, but there's, you know, in, uh, there was definitely a great PR campaign from Alec Baldwin's team early on because they were putting out all those pictures of him on the phone crying and sobbing and mm -hmm. stuff, but he's the lead producer, so he was the one who said, yeah, we're going to let all these union people go. He's the one who said okay to, like, slashing the budget to bring in all these, like, on non-trained locals and yeah. stuff. And now there's, like, evidence suggesting that he was, like, texting and making phone calls to try and, like, cover stuff up before, like, EMS was even, like, on oh, scene so and that have, kind of stuff. Yeah, so, like, they seized so all their phones got a, and stuff. They've got all. a warrant for his phones yeah. and all his They've got him uh, lock, stock, and barrel. Yeah. Well, with the amount of money that Justin Bieber's making from fucking Tim Biebs, I'm sure he'll <laughs> yeah. be able to help and him out. I thought, I thought you were gonna, that was about to be a really good joke. That was a funny joke, but you, I had a better one. I was just thinking, I thought you were going to say it. The amount of money Bieber's making fucking Alec Baldwin's niece. Hey, that's where it was going, baby. That's where it was going. Sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. Is that really happening? Yeah. Stephen They're Baldwin. Married. They're married. Haley Baldwin is... Stephen so, Baldwin conceived? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, what does it so, mean? I can... <laughs> like, if Barney Rubble can do it, anyone can do it, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's Bieber's jeez. wife, the Baldwin. No the only yeah. The only oh, reason... Fuck. I remember when they got... Married or something, I was like, she looks so familiar, not from like modeling. That fire festival, you ever seen that documentary? Yes. She yes. was one of the models that went to that island. Oh, ja Rule, baby. Yeah, Ja Rule. That's fuck. hilarious. I thought she was gonna say. Um, I thought you were gonna say is your new flashlight. <laughs> no, it's hard. I don't. I don't think they should. Like celebrities should. You know who does have a flashlight? Who used to be a TV actor? The girl from Boy Meets World who became an adult film actress. Not Topanga. There's the oh. redhead who was Sean's oh, girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I can't remember her name for the life of me. She's porn. Yeah, she just porn now, and she has a she has a flashlight on the on the market. Oh. Huh. I mean, hey, make your money. Make your money. Boy. Yeah. Dude, no, it's crazy, man. It's craziness. What do you got in that book of yours? Nothing. I was I was watching. Uh, I was watching a really, really, really good show. Um, it was called, it's called uh, 1984 to 2020. Nice. 1984 to 2020. Life of Crime, 1984 to 2020. And the guy who did it, his name's John Albert. <laughs> and he did, uh, he did another documentary about uh, Baghdad, about a field hospital in Baghdad during, oh, shit. during the, the Iraq war. During the Iraq war. And like gave a full thing of like all the roadside bombs and like all the Holy people coming shit. in and all the doctors. It's like hard to watch. Yeah. But this thing, he followed three people in New Jersey, who are uh, who are drug addicts, and he followed them for night from 1984 to 2020. Holy! He followed what? So all this shit. He did it. He did a. He. It's the second one in a series, but and I was reading an interview. 
because it's showing like really terrible stuff. Like, <clears throat> I don't want to spoil it, but like, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. Just everyone go watch it. It's on. Uh, it's on. It's on HBO. So if you have Crave, oh yeah, yeah. So it's called yeah, Life of Crime, 1984 to 2020. And he says he's like, man, I started this as like a true crime sort of special mm. but i got so attached to these fucking mm -hmm. people from yeah. being a part of their lives of and filming them all the time i had to do it i was like what do you mean you had to do it? it's like 30 years it's like so that you yeah. can see them getting old and their body withering Old from the generation. drug abuse yeah. the, they catch up with the one guy in jail and it's like oh it's been 11 years the other guy's oh, been shit. in jail six years he's like i don't want to do <clears throat> your fucking thing anymore man like mm -hmm. i'm institutionalized sort of thing Holy. <clears throat> but it's so powerful like um and he and he and he ends it with showing the numbers, right, of the right. of the amount of drug deaths every year, and mm -hmm. even with yeah. the opioids, and yeah. and then it's it's how the pandemic um, brought this up. You'll see, like the one one of the characters, you'll see how the pandemic affected her mm -hmm. own personal journey, and it's like it's wow. it's absolutely crazy. I've never it's one of the best documentaries I've ever yeah. seen personally. Like I can't believe how he showed the character study of them, and it's like oh, you can see them like. It's like yeah. they're literally just going through it. Wow. And it's like... Put a lifetime... What's the title one more time? It's called uh, <clears throat> Life of Crime 1984-2020. Nice. Like the numbers, yeah. John Alpert, yeah. John Alpert, yeah. Worth a watch. Yeah, documentary filmmakers, they don't do it for the money, you know? Like, that's... Yeah. They, they really care about, like, what they're working on and, like, yeah. who they're working with. And that's... Obviously... It's important work. Yeah, sure. he must have, like, fell in love with these people, right? Mm -hmm. to Filming for that long, it's insane. And you develop real relationships, right? Mm. Choose to be a part of their life, like, yeah, yeah, on your own accord, right? And then yeah. they, him and his team, when they probably <clears throat> went through that and edited, they're probably just fucking sobbing their eyes out, having oh, to yeah. relive all this and like yeah, put it yeah. down and what moments to get. But no, it was it was crazy. It was, I don't even. Someone just recommended it, and I was like, I wasn't really prepared for the full gravity of it. I was like, holy fuck, man! Yeah, like, it's, yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> No, but it's, it's crazy. Take a personal how many, day after. How many episodes? It's like a two-hour movie. Nice. Oh, like so they a full-on feature-length. Yeah, so he, nice. he put awesome. it. Yeah, he, he put it all even, in one. It's crazy. How do, how do you whittle down? How do you pick and like choose? And there's yeah. some. And like, yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, for today, there's some viewer discretion. Like, don't watch it if mm. like you're uncomfortable with live drug use and yeah. like prostitution, like seeing that sort of stuff, and then seeing domestic violence. Like, this was you have to understand when the domestic violence thing happened. It was mm -hmm. like from it was from the early part of the movie, so yeah, I guess it was different back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not that I advocate for that, but no, right. it's craziness. <clears throat> and I was like, man, this guy, this guy, there's no way he's just a one-hit wonder. And then I watched that other one, and it's like, yeah, he's just literally has like a GoPro. He wow. has a little camera yeah. in the ER, <laughs> and he's getting all these people in. And the amount of 21, 20, 21 yeah. year olds, mm -hmm. and they they literally are two miles from the hospital because yeah. I can't remember what they called the road where all the IEDs oh, are. Oh yes, yeah. It's like oh they literally <clears throat> oh we're coming back now. And that one's that one's not as hard to watch. Mm -hmm. It's only it's more like uplifting, yeah. <clears throat> where the other one's a little like sad. But yeah, yeah. Shit. I just always think it's like. It reminds me of like when I went to therapy. I was like, man, if you watch a documentary and it gives you like these therapeutic sort of feeling, mm -hmm. like it's like the filmmaker is like a really good at what he does, and it's yeah. like, man, how he put us on that ride like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. It's like holy crap, would make you feel like the full range of the emotion. Yeah. I guess movie directors do that to a certain extent. Yeah, how you root for a protagonist and not for an antagonist or whatever. Yeah. But it's like holy fuck, John. Yeah, but it's yeah. Impressive.
But no, sorry, I just I forgot about that. Was what I was trying to remember. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought it up. That's yeah. definitely worth watching. That kind of stuff, you know, it's heavy, but it it's it's absolutely real. Like mm. I picked up Zach yesterday morning to like go pick up that console, and we were stopped at like Cannon and uh, Wentworth downtown Hamilton, like looking up bus stop, <clears throat> and there's a woman sitting in the bus stop, just like with a crack pipe and she's like just zoning out and like doing the hunch. Yeah. And she's got like one pant leg rolled up like below her knee. She's got like an open wound like the size of a fucking softball that's Jeez. just like all blistered and pussy and shit. Just like, it's fucked, you know? Like no one chooses that. And like, <clears throat> like this documentary, like in Iraq, if a number of like those young guys who go out there and like lose limbs or like get really fucked up and then come back and then that then becomes their mm -hmm. life after you the know, one the like, one guy he I've, uh, he they were like a, a ranger regiment from Kansas from like mm. Topeka Kansas and this guy he had shrapnel in his eye and it was just oh, his he, he was the passenger the, his buddy his best friend the driver died and him and the guy behind him were fine and he was like. I'm not fucking leaving man I'm going back out there they yeah. killed my mm -hmm. best yeah. friend and it's yeah. like it was I'd never seen like. I've never seen, like, the shock before it turns to the PTSD, like, yeah. real, in yeah. real time like that. It's like, holy fuck, it's like... When you're still experiencing the actual trauma, yeah. right? Not when you're reflecting on it, like, like, when I'm you're fine. in the moment. Yeah. I'm fine, man, get the fuck off me. Mm -hmm. This guy is worse off than I am, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah. And then it's like, in if you guys watch that, or just Google Google the numbers of the amount of U.S. troops that died just in that war, and it's like, yeah, this was yeah. happening pretty mm -hmm. frequently at that that hospital it's like, yeah fuck. well and like the ied was like the number one killer yeah of people over there right like it, it was happening all fucking day every day yeah and, like and the, it's all the, because of uh they can trigger them with their cell phones oh, thanks a lot that, verizon <laughs> nokia you can bury your phone in the sand for six days and it'll still go off when you call it <laughs> yeah seriously it's, fun. it's yeah. like that uh it's like that Toyota Helix. It's like uh, the Taliban and like any like ISIS video. Yes, they always that's have right. It's like yeah, they're, all, they're driving Toyotas. <laughs> it's yeah. like a Tacoma, but like yeah. a, a European like. That's right. That's what they fucking. Uh, like hold on a fucking yeah. second. Or the Land Cruisers. <laughs> yeah. Like the smaller FJs. Those like, just hit the market last month. <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, that's what happens a lot of the time though. Really? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, yo, there's. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, they can make their money. Absolutely. Yeah. They can Absolutely. make their money, they can park their morals. There you go. Get it? They can park their morals because they sell cars. Park their morals right on Justin's face. <laughs> when you said when you Promise? said no when you said Nokia, I was like I was like, is he talking about uh, the phone company or is he talking about like Nokia. It's like it's like you come, you come out in the morning, where's my Kia? Uh, no Some Kia. guy's like Nokia. <laughs> Nokia, I stole it. Hyundai only. Hyundai only. Hyundai. So going back to your doing therapy do you still do you still no uh, no i mean like because i remember you said months ago on the podcast you're like this is my therapy mm. right do you being then, back it's too soon to tell of course but yeah being in front of the mic doing your prickly podcast do you still find that therapeutic 100 yeah. percent, yeah nice yeah and it's, i thought it would be uh yeah i thought there'd be a little bit of rust to shake off but i think it's like when we're so used to talking to each other it's mm -hmm. like it's it's nothing right yep which is cool, cause yeah, I know I've still uh, that was the that was what a couple people told me. They're like, "Oh, you're moving, you're going away to work," 
uh, not moving. You're going away to work. Uh, what's going to happen to your podcast? Like, that's like a, the one guy was like, that's like how a podcast can die if you just stop doing them. I was like, wait, so if I'm not doing them anymore, mm-hmm. the podcast dies? Mm-hmm. Like, no fucking shit. <laughs> like, I'll find someone else to do it. I got people. I'll yeah. outsource. I was like, I, I was like, I'll find someone people. else to do it, but I won't tell them until <laughs> yeah. like the very last minute, which I'm for, I should have been way better at planning it because I. <laughs> If I had, if I, if I actually worked scheduling, I could have like got each of you guys to rotate every week. Like you guys would have found time once every two weeks mm-hmm. to do them. But that's yeah, all right. Yeah, and it's all good. Yeah, nice. We've had a good time either way doing yeah. it. You've got you've got enough in the repertoire. You got some other episodes coming out soon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, the uh, Frank Frank and Ashley's. Yeah, Frank and Ash. Yeah, we still got uh, we got Garrett's. I think still too. Or did that one go out yet? Did we put that one out? Oh yeah, Garrett. I forgot to do Garrett's. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we got Garrett's too. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, we got so many. No, yeah, it's all good. We'll have uh, time for a lot now, though. Yeah, no, I'm, nice. I'm I'm wide open, so that's that's exciting that way. You wide open like the Dixie Chicks? Well, it's actually not the Dixie Chicks <laughs> I was gonna anymore. Say, it's the chicks. It's the chicks. Ah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Mm. Wide open spaces. But it is the. Uh, it's not the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Why? What was the reason for canceling that? It's just Dixie's a part of like um, the the southern. Issues. But there's a song by Alabama called Dixieland Delight. Do they just call that Land Delight? Because that sounds weird. That sounds like Columbus wrote it as like a ballad. (laughs) (laughs) I think that just says so much about how deeply ingrained into like the culture down there, like the pre-Civil War appreciation for life and the way of life is still very much a part of things down there. Yeah, right? like the fact that people are still fucking up in arms over it. I mean, I, uh, that being said, Dixie Chicks were basically canceled in what two thousand fucking three when they came out with that song against the war in Iraq. Like, oh yeah, everyone forgets yeah, about not that. Not ready to play nice or whatever. Like they tanked. Like they they lost a lot of loving followers from that. Yeah, someone. I was writing. I was. I was thinking of. Uh, I was writing all these jokes, but I left them somewhere. I wrote them on a fucking like napkin one night. I was just I just had a impulse, like I had a yeah. had a blurb of of somewhat funny stuff, and I was writing it. I was like, all oh, the I was talking about the Chicago Bulls, like they call Iraq. People call it Chirac because there's like there's a lot of murders there, and like oh, all okay. the gang violence. They mm-hmm. got that nickname from people on the street. I've seen it. So oh, I was shit. like, I was like, oh man, like um, I was like, I was like, what if there's like a what if you had a page or like. A blog like oh like happy happy Veterans Day to the Chicago Bulls and the White Sox like thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, this needs a lot of work, but <laughs> that's the best thing. Uh, so that'll be the that'll be the thing, right? Because it's gonna be hard to do open mics still. So you're just gonna hear my un unpolished jokes on like like that, you always that have. shit would play well if you were actually in Chicago though, because if you did anything. That yeah. put the north end against the south. It doesn't matter that's how so offensive true. it is to the other side. The other side is gonna find it even funnier. That's so. That's a good point. Yeah, <clears throat> that's crazy. Yeah. I remember my dad saying that his dad would not let him go to White Sox home games. He like would not let him go down to the south end. It's I mean, and the, this was like the sixties, seventies. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's still rough. It's terrible. Yeah. Like it was just as rough then. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. I'm surprised. Like, I, I don't understand how there's so many homicides. Like, it's the Windy City. I didn't think the bullets would like, hit the target. <laughs> Someone bring in Angelina Jolie. Ah, wanted, wanted, baby. That's crazy. Uh, uh, fuck shit had Alec Baldwin on that set. 
<laughs> oh, that's uh, that's bad. That's that's bad. For real though, Chicago, my favorite city in America, yeah. hands down. It's extraordinary. Yeah. I've never, I've never, I've driven through it on the craziest stretch of driving I ever had yeah. to do. Like <laughs> crazier than Thailand, like that that highway. Yeah. Go, when you're going through, but it, yeah, it's it feels, awesome. It seems you like there's no to, exits. Yeah. <clears throat> like, did you say drive through or drive by? Drive by. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago jokes. Fuck. <laughs> we did, we just lost a region of listeners, but that's okay. Hey, we didn't your... we didn't lose them because they're not listening. We lost them because there's been another murder. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Jesus! Oh, oh, oh I'm kind of sorry. That's to put you on the spot. You can lie if you want, but <laughs> what are your analy- analytics looking like on uh, prickly pu- prickly cat? Yeah, so we're still we're still around. We're peaking like five. Five fifteen, five twenty-five consistently. That's so sick. And yeah, it's it hasn't dropped yet since the last one. I was worried it might drop a little bit, but uh, yeah, we're making no money because it's not about money. Once you bring money into things, then it fucks everything up. That's like a slight at a couple a couple people. I was telling uh, Jay and Sash about earlier (laughs) because money's going to their heads. But no. That being said, Old Mill, uh, Muskoka Brewery. If you guys want to get on on the action, uh, you know where to find us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, any sponsorships are, are welcomed. But it's uh, it's literally, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a dime a dozen. You're in such a big space, right? It's uh, even yeah. like. But there's a demand, and yeah. that's just it. It would be one thing if you and know. There is like the video. There is the video aspect, like, but I was like, then that's like twice as much work, editing that, and oh, I was yeah, like, for sure, easily. Yeah, it's it's yeah. We it's, got a uh, good thing going right now. Yeah, we got a great thing going. We do, we do. Yeah, they got me on a payment plan, guys. It's like food stamps. <laughs> <laughs> we had to send them up to Fort Mac to. Uh, yeah, exactly. Listen, <laughs> pay his collection. Today. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> hey, so you're kind of behind. You just get up there and work. And you, <laughs> Quincy, we're garnishing your wages. Qu- Quincy, yeah. we solved your financial problem. Pack your bags. You're, <laughs> you're going, going up north, buddy. <laughs> Frankie, will run this thing for a couple yeah. months. We'll we're see you we're you garnishing your paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, it's cool though. It's I can't. I'm surprised. Still get that many on some of them. Like, That's awesome. Some of the we're just talking shit, <clears throat> but we're we are telling real stories, and yeah. I think that's the main thing. Like we're telling. Even if it's just us who they're hearing every week, like yeah. um, the three of us and Zach and Frankie, it's still like, yeah, we have different stories yeah. and we try to make them laugh and then try to make them cry. That's it. Yeah. I'm then, always crying. And then so they we... fall asleep and then we bounce. <laughs> then we bounce. <clears throat> so I want to I wanna say one thing that kind of stuck with me from this uh, from this Montreal trip. So we got together with Sash's friend Allison mm-hmm. and there was one point in the night, obviously, mm-hmm. after the scotches and the whiskeys and the this and the that and the shots and Bush the mill. poutine. I was, in ra- <laughs> I was in rare form. So <laughs> I was In his element, that. man. Uh, it was fantastic. So I remember, I remember saying, I'm like, mm-hmm. holy fuck, Sash. I said, I, I don't even feel like myself because I was just so relaxed. Like, once again, you know, Love my family. It's nice to get away. It's nice to have that break and, and do yeah. that thing, right? I said, I don't even feel like myself right now. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm just like, I, I, feel so, like, I feel so good. I feel so relaxed. I feel like this is just euphoric almost. What's and then, And then Sasha's friend had said, do you feel like that? Or do you just feel like you're connecting with a part of you that you haven't seen in a while? 
I said, God damn, Ooh. girl. Yeah. <laughs> Allison. Allison, let me sit down and let that Pass me that <laughs> joint. Let me think about that for a <laughs> That's second. That's very well said. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's true, right? So it kind of, we woke up in the morning and it was a, a beautiful sunny day and we had a, obviously a long, long trip home. Um, but so for the, the first, first thing we did was go get more bagels. Yeah, go, go get more bagels. <laughs> had a wicked meal. But on the ride home, like the sun was just <clears throat> We chased that sunset. And, it was gorgeous. That's yeah. sweet. And, um, and yeah. yeah, it was, it was just, it was a relaxing time. It was, it was nice mm -hmm. to, yes, she's right. Connect with a part of you that you haven't connected with in a while. Yeah. I guess if, I guess Allison, um, I don't know her. She sounds lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's awesome. She's welcome. If she's ever in Hamilton, she's always welcome. You'd uh, love her on this. She'd be, she'd be great. She's yeah, she's brilliant. But I, 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 I hear that. I think it's like when you uh, don't, when you don't like have a part of yourself that you're bringing out there a lot it kind of goes mm -hmm. dormant a little bit yeah. and then it's like oh you bring it back in sometimes you're like oh man i i like this guy like, yeah i'm not, not saying it's not everybody multiple. else does but i like <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But yeah but and it, that's all that matters yeah. but it's yeah. okay yeah. to Love be selfish because it's about you right yeah. that's a yeah. very personal thing yeah. yeah for sure and like yeah they don't like it then like <laughs> they just try to beat your fucking poutine that's what i always say <laughs> So long story short, we're moving to Montreal, and we're going to do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> and then Norway after Montreal. Yeah. There you go. That's still on the table? Uh, climate change is still on the table, so I guess Norway is still yeah, on the table. Yeah, yeah the, uh, they need a bigger table. Cause we're going to need a bigger table. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't done my Norwegian today, but my phone is screaming at me right now. That's right, yeah. Fucking Duolingo. I and tried to learn Maltese. Bad. They don't even fucking have it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have it? They don't have you it. Just need, you need to search yeah. garbage Italian. <laughs> oh! I'm fighting words. However, however, Malta just became the first country in Europe to legalize recreational marijuana use. Of all the fucking whoop, whoop. places. Malta. Really? I thought... Uh... They probably looked at their fucking economic forecast for the next year and said we need to make yeah. money we somewhere. have no gdp or export yeah. well i called them right yeah you're just like hey listen hey it's justin hey it's justin malta it's justin malta <laughs> that was your that was, that's i think that's still your name in my phone justin malta <laughs> now calling justin, justin malta. malta and the national anthems like your voicemail Yeah, yeah, good Malta. Justin oh my Malta. God, it is! <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. awesome. With the stringy cheese is the yeah. picture. Fucking right. No, that's amazing. Yeah, good. So yeah, you know it's it's going to be huge for them for uh, for tourism. Everyone in Eastern Europe right now is booking flights to Malta mm. for sure. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. I don't know. I I've known people like my brother went to Eastern Europe. Like people sleep on the Eastern Bloc. Yep. But apparently, <clears throat> like, but after uh, the Soviet Union fell, they were like. Just kind of like, okay, uh, if we have a country, what are we going to do sort mm -hmm. of thing? Like, get I think, drunk. Yeah, get drunk, yeah. <laughs> per yeah. capita, yeah. probably Slovenia, yeah. Lithuania. <clears throat> it's probably up there. But then I met, when we when I was in Thailand, met Nicholas, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Cage. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> He's a national treasure! <laughs> I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I've only had three beers here, Nick. <laughs> He just wants to leave Las Vegas. It's like, Nick, come on, man. Have you ever seen that, Leaving Las Vegas? Yes, amazing film. He plays a fucking... He plays himself, I feel like. Oh, yeah, I think so. Classic. I think so. And Face Off, we've talked about that. Oh, God, into, yes. We've talked about that enough, yeah. 
Anyway, Eastman. You met Nick and met Nick and his other Latvian friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how you say it in Latvian. And they were. We just got drunk. We went on like a bender with them when we were back in when I was back in Bangkok before my flight out. And I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, I was doing like three. I, I like had a one to three ratio. I was like, I can't drink three like they are. Yeah. So I'm going to drink one for every three yeah. they drink. Yeah. And, but I, that still was like a the worst blackout of all time. They're like Ireland, but instead of eating the potatoes, they drink them. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nuts. It's crazy. But they were fucking classically Fun trained. people. They're classically trained yeah. ballet dancers. And I'd never no seen kidding. I'd never seen a motherfucker this drunk pirouette in the streets of Bangkok yeah. like that. That sounds beautiful. I would love to have seen this. It was so cool. And then they like showed us the little dancing and it was like all very uh, like organized and beautiful. And I was like, I was like, well, they showed me a video of them doing it. I was like, how are you going to do this? You're wearing these outfits. He's like, he's like, I can dance. Quincy, I can dance. I don't know a Latvian thing, but it was crazy. It looked like a figure skater. Like before they are doing a triple fucking sow cow, he got like, he got air and then like held the, it was crazy it was like majestic it was it was like if Ballet is it was like free really watching yeah. that thing come out of, it, was like, <laughs> it was crazy with how drunk I was obviously but, yeah. Yeah. I, I stood I still, still on that street in Bangkok yeah seriously yeah <clears throat> that's awesome that's fucking awesome I just remember I love that. that about traveling and you get to meet people like that and have yeah. those experiences you just don't get that yeah. and then sitting I'm, here you know yeah and I'm like I was like yeah I'd, I'd like to get there one day and then it's like I still this yeah. was this was year this was two and a half yeah. years ago I still kind of keep in touch with them yeah awesome but it's awesome. uh I, I don't know if it'd be the type of thing where he'd like let me stay with his family mm-hmm. like hey like come he on over to my would. spare room but I don't know yeah. yeah and it's like it's like our, our other um Gdansk Poland Gdansk yeah, yeah that's where Matthew and Kai were from we're really good mm. friends like me and no, me and uh <laughs> Me and who I went to Thailand with, who you guys know yes. that one was. Yes, yes, that one He person. was yeah. polluted. He was polluted. <laughs> we were hammered drunk and drinking. <clears throat> we were on like Jack Jack Daniels. This was like the day after our motorcycle oh. accidents. We were banged up. We were a couple oh, wounded, fuck. drunk tourists. Jesus. And in the, in the, in the thing, the teepee or whatever next to us was these Polish people on their honeymoon. They're like, oh, we're Matthew and Kaya. And we just got to know them mm-hmm. for like, for an entire evening and they're they're like oh Canada and like it was funny and like my brother uh, was telling them like Polish history that they already mm-hmm. knew because he loves history I was like yeah. oh they love that but hey they still like us yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant and he was like don't call them Russian yeah. and, then, and yeah. Matthew was like don't call me Russian Quincy I remember him being very adamant about yeah. that because he said people who don't understand uh, the accents yeah so like Westerners more like yeah. think like oh it sounds Russian, but don't like get it twisted, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like they uh, <clears throat> they were getting married. They invited us to our whole wedding, and it wasn't really feasible because COVID happened, and it would have been like uh, yeah. would have been like twelve. It would have been like expensive for yeah. the whole round mm-hmm. thing. But it's cool to know like when you meet people and like mm-hmm. you share an experience, and a part of you is like, oh, like that was the experience. But then mm-hmm. now it's like, oh wait, we have this medium like social media mm-hmm. where we can keep in touch with them and yeah if we're ever in the area say hey we can go there for sure it's it's crazy what'd you tell them about canada well, well alberta's gonna meet up with bc we're gonna take over <laughs> we're, gonna we're gonna get, get rid, rid of, of nova scotia we're gonna come back we're gonna take the ports 
These guys know that <laughs> Stalin already did that and he was a fucking communist. They probably don't want to hear that. Yeah, no, seriously. What's your go-to to tell somebody about Canada? Yeah, yeah, what do you tell them? What do, you, what do I tell them? I was like, oh, it gets, uh, people, we're not the states is what I tell yeah. them first off because mm-hmm. they seem to think, they seem to think like North America yeah. and then like, like there's a border, but they yeah. seem to think we have yeah. the same rhetoric. I was like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Canada realizes there's other countries yeah. besides them in the world. Step whereas country. the that's, that's that's very tend true. Not we're not that. we're not as proud, I guess, right? As the, yeah, most we're, we're younger. States, we're yeah. younger than them, right? So it's yeah. like you could argue we don't have not as much to be proud for. We don't have like an identity mm-hmm. like that's as like enshrined. I don't know. Identity Gen- crisis. Genocide is a pretty <laughs> good part of identity. Oh shit! Step country. I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a border border relationship. Yeah, I know. I was about to, I was about yeah. to one up that, and I was like, oh, that's no, that's that has not. nothing to do with genocide. I just want to clear that up. Yeah. That has everything to do with our bordering country. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, speaking of genocide in Canada, Romeo Dallaire. That's how you diffuse. There you go. Genocide talk. Yep. Amen. Do tell. Because people are people are having fun. <clears throat> people are having fun when they're listening to this, mm-hmm. and they're what if they're having a few beers and we just go down a genocide rabbit Dark hole, hole, which would be cool. But like, what yeah. if? Ro- Romeo Dallaire was Canadian. Yeah. Uh, UN. Like, y- UN. Um, basically, like, one of the lead... UN, one of the leads of the UN forces um, in Rwanda, like, during the genocide yeah. in the 90s. The Hutus and the Tutsis. Yeah. And, like, saw everything happen. It was one of those guys who was just fucking sounding the alarm bell saying, we because have to do something. And, and he didn't have any... Uh, to do it. They were the UN, <laughs> right? So it was peacekeeping. They yeah. had no military authority. And all his... Yeah. All his not consigliaries, what do you call them in the military? His constituents, constituents yeah. like the people around him of the same rank or <laughs> yeah, higher. The same thing. Yeah, yeah. They all abandoned. They all left, wow. and then like yeah. no one. They had no allies, obviously. Yeah. But it's crazy. It's, and then it, yeah. like if you go in, if you ever go into it and like look at, um, I can't remember his name. He f- who funded that, who funded that radio station? Yeah, it's just bashing. It was like yeah. propagate. It's like yeah. straight out of like Nazi Germany. Like the yeah. way they were bashing yes. <clears throat> this this minority for no reason. Yeah, just got them all riled up and hot and fucking calling them cockroach. It like yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and you're yeah. on the radio. People hear that and they're like, yeah. Huh. I'm like you're right. These people are the reason why my life fucking sucks. Yeah. People Let's are looking, go kill them all. I don't have to worry Crazy. about my own problems. And the they same the thing problem. was happening in Yugoslavia at the same fucking time, in the same situation. The UN was just sitting there, like, not able to do anything. Oh, like, shit. Watching the fucking... That like, was the same time. Yeah, yeah, it was early, early mid-90s. Nirvana yeah. was around. It was a fucking crazy time. Speaking Nirvana. of problems, how's your Ford Escape now that it's been sitting for three months? <laughs> 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 it doesn't work. I cabbed here. I cabbed here? <laughs> no. I heard it's pretty clean. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's good. Uh, I've, I've, yeah, I was... I've, uh, uh, Franco drove it there for a little bit. It was good to keep it keep it moving. Nice. Keep it lubricated. Yeah, yes. keep it lubricated. It's like when you play a good front nine of golf. I always get really put, good at like the eighteenth hole. And then you put one <laughs> and then you put one in the sand. <laughs> and you put one in the sand on the tenth. It's kinda like editing this. It's like, oh it's a lot of work on the back end now. A lot of work on the back end. Eighteen holes, just not hers. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's so funny. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's so funny. I almost forget that there's a, I almost forget at the sheer amount of time there is of us uh, 
of the podcast just talking. Well, you got you got what? This has got to be like episode thirty it's, coming out. Yeah, it's, like it's thirty something, but yeah. that's uh, it's like probably like sixty hours yeah. or maybe more. Yeah. There's a lot there. That was the coolest thing I wanted to say to the pricks. Yeah, the Spotify rap. So they do one for a podcast. Like, oh yeah, because I have a Spotify account, and people were sending me like it's like oh like top three podcasts they listen yep. to. It was this one, <laughs> and some of them was like. The one was like natural, was like David Attenborough, like narrating nature, and then it was mine. I, was like, oh, I love the range. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's a variety, I guess. So David's got competition, baby. I had uh, I had Prickly Cactus on on my Spotify rap for sure. Yeah, because yeah. obviously it's cool with the music, but I but you forget how many people listen mm-hmm. to podcasts. Yeah. Some people yeah. don't even listen to music; they just yeah. like podcasts. It, absolutely. Absolutely. So what was your what was your top artist you listened to? Oh, mine was mine was skewed though. So mine was Dua Lipa, but that's Dua Lipa. because my son is obsessed with uh, with Dua Lipa. Levitating, levitating. So levitating played. Fuck, what was it? Four hundred and sixty-four times or something in my in my house <laughs> over the year. Yeah, over like so, eleven months. Yes. So that was my top artist, Four and. Times. Uh, yeah. Well, man, yeah. Wes has good taste in music. He's got good taste. He is yeah. not even two yet. So, yeah. Dada, 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 lipa, lipa. Okay. Lipa. Right. <laughs> no problem. Good what shit. was yours, Satch? Uh, for like Pro- the third year in a row, the Killers. The Killers. And uh, cracked the like. It wasn't as much as last year. I think last year we were in the top 0.01%. You were heavy last year. On I that, think this yeah. year we were like top 0.05. <laughs> so still up there. Yeah. Still way up there for sure. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of 0.01%, mine was for the Goo Goo Dolls. Of nice. course. They have way of less course. listeners than the Killers do. Buddy, <laughs> you've got to be number one though. Fuck. You've got to be number one. <laughs> Even some of their like... I was playing it, uh, like I, I always play it, but I was, I was playing it uh, in the work truck, like just with one of my coworkers, and like he, I was like, oh, this is not really his music. You can tell he didn't really like it, but I was like, oh, what about? So? I was like, I was like uh, defending them, like yeah. so vehemently. I was like, I was like, oh, you don't like name? Well, here, here, this one's called Broadway. It's like from two thousand four, like different sound, and yeah. I was like, oh, he doesn't give a shit yeah. what it sounds like. He just doesn't like the band. Like you're just sitting there, buddy. Why don't you just slide? Yeah, like, yeah. Why don't you just slide? <laughs> Why don't you slide? <laughs> oh fuck! No, it's so funny. They are, uh, they are coming in August to Toronto. So nice. I haven't bought them yet because I was like, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. with everything. But yeah, you never know. But I was just thinking, if they do go into lockdown, I got I got Tom Segura tickets in February. Yeah, <sighs> nice. Yeah, awesome. I hope you get to like, go, man. Like balcony, so. nice. like balcony. Nice. What venue? Uh, center in the Square. Oh, in Kitchener. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, he's coming to Kitchener. I was like, sure. Awesome. How many tickets you got? Two. You can. You guys can have them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give them to you right he's now. He's got to call me on the phone and then just just put it on the mezzanine. <laughs> <laughs> did, did he hear that? Did Tom hear me laughing, guys? Did he hear that? <laughs> guys, wave to Tom for me. <laughs> oh, fuck. God. No, it's still crazy, man. Like, uh... Yeah. How he broke? Have you have you seen the video where he broke his fucking leg? No. Dunking? Really? Yeah, it was like oh, over shit. a year ago. He yeah, him and Bert uh, Kreischer were they were filming like a dunk contest, mm-hmm. and he fucking broke his patella and like yeah. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's crazy. 
There's a video of it. There's a video of it. Yeah, wow. yeah. I don't know. They're probably they're like they're not my inspiration for doing a podcast, but they're probably one of like mm. two bears, one cave. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So, yeah. And the and the he has the one he has with his wife, your mom's house. Mm. That one is just fucked. They do these live podcasts where you can like pay uh, fifteen bucks or whatever to watch the live, and they just get like the weirdest videos from the internet, like like a guy fucking peeling. The one, oh my god, the one, I don't even want him even, <clears throat> the guy was like, the guy had a banana beside his, his, Schlong. his pigeline, yeah, <laughs> and he was, he was cutting the banana with like a Swiss army knife, like peeling it, like, and then he cut his own, uh, and then like, yeah, it's weird, it's really weird uh, shit, but they have fuck. a team of like, they have like producers, like, yeah, it's like, oh my god, Jesus, and he's watching it with his wife, I'm like, oh. Your mom's house, great name. Yeah, YMH Studios. So like nice. he, it probably makes nice. probably makes a killing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's just got like if you if I don't know, it's it's humor. It's like it's subjective, right? If you if he's funny, mm-hmm. he's funny. Mm-hmm. He, just, he just had his, he had a he overdosed on GHB when he was in college. Did he? It was oh, like shit. God. it was like got fucked up, and that that story is always so funny. And I was like I was like wow, this is such a personal story yeah. he's telling, but he's making it funny. And I was like I didn't know people do that really. But I guess so. I guess they it's do. Like, that's kind of funny. Self-deprecating. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, just I forgot to uh, mention it. Like, so you, you, yeah, you have a, you have a second, you have another Instagram account. Like, like. Oh God. Yep. I do. Yeah, it's Bo, <laughs> Bo is my, his name. Let me put my glasses on. <laughs> let me get into scene here. Yes. Yeah, Bo Pistachio. Bo Pistachio, yeah. I yeah. love that name. Yeah. It rhymes. Yeah. How did you come up with that? Um, that's a great question. It kind of just uh, just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably high and fucking drinking old Milwaukee or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bo Pistachio. Yeah, and you do covers. You do sweet covers. Do covers. It's mediocre music for a mediocre time, basically. So, I, I like uh, yeah, it it kind of developed after my son was born. I always wanted to get, you know, playing guitar and, and playing music. It's, it's a hobby of mine, right? So it's, it's one of yeah. those things where I wanted to, uh, and for, yeah, for reverence, this was before the studio. This is before uh, everything hurts yes. came to fruition. Like, yes. Yeah. So everything I separate myself, I separate Bo from everything hurts because uh, that's yeah. <laughs> they don't belong in the same entity. But yeah, so if if you ever hear Bo on this podcast, it's not an everything hurts. It's uh, it's prickly cactus. Uh, yes, got permission so. via. Hurts. <laughs> via There's yeah. some paperwork, some yeah. litigation, some uh, the, the checking out of my savings account, savings out of my checking. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bo Pistachio was born in the uh, the heart of quarantine, basically in Calgary, Alberta. Okay, so. It was a way for me to connect with people who were um, struggling with the early stages of the pandemic and when everybody was kind of learning what was going the on. First and, one, yeah, yeah, the first one. So, and I, I was struggling too, right? And it's uh, I just wanted to bring some community to uh, to Instagram and uh, to the now followers of, of Bo Pistachio, yeah. which is fucking hilarious to say. <laughs> but I, I kind of did it as a joke at first, and I, I, w- I would just release like old old rock covers, and um, I I was getting a flood of messages from people in high school and and other people that I've connected with over the years who found the account and. 
uh, they just made it into into something, and, and yeah, I love it. Great. Right, so it snowballed. Yeah, yeah it snowballed. So even now, like I'll I'll release a, uh, a a cover of whatever song, and like I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Was I think we yeah, yeah, yeah. so Did a little uh, little wagon wheel and uh, Atlantic City. A lot of by the, by uh, the band or by the boss. It was uh, th- that one was a mixture of the two. So so I always I always say this, and it's always a hot topic because people always want to tell you that the band's version is better i'm on the other side i think the boss's version of better it just came off his worst album of all time nebraska Mm, but still that's like a hot take with a lot of people okay the interesting thing about nebraska is that he cut all the demos like just him acoustic guitar for Mm. the album he hadn't fleshed any of them out nothing with like the e street band presented it to the label and said like hey guys like hello columbia records these are the songs that i'm working on here like all the demos and they said it's perfect release it really yeah so that's killer whereas killer so what year can we uh uh, nebraska was that 81 I think so. so the goes, band's version actually sounds like the finished Bruce Springsteen version, like the version that he plays live. It's got the mandolin and yeah, like so the other stuff that, going yeah. on. So it's actually kind of yeah. closer to like how he imagined it. Which yeah, is nothing against cool. like Robbie Robertson, Levon Helm, no, some of the best, all. and yeah. Canadian, right? Robbie, Robbie, yeah, yep. But it's like, uh, it's yeah. It's, I love. I just like Bruce's uh, his voice in that one. It's like uh, it's like an acquired. Like a lot of people don't like the river. But like oh, a lot of people love Born dumb. in the USA. It's like <laughs> it's like imagine having so much discography that like your own yeah. fans can pick and choose what kind of music is good and not good. Yeah. It's like yeah. and, I, and then it's then you see a couple weeks ago he sold everything to Sony for half oh, a bill. Yeah, so oh. this is this is actually brilliant. Uh yeah, half a billion dollars or something, like five hundred million. So he sold the he rights. sold all of the rights to his music, and I think this is actually brilliant. So a lot of other artists are doing it, and what it does is it protects the integrity of the music after the artist is gone. So to make sure that it doesn't fall into the hands of like the who's the the fucking guy, Big Pharma, who bought like all the Wu Tang stuff and then like had it pulled from the internet. What? Like it, so that that sort of thing doesn't happen, or that like his estate doesn't mishandle, you know. So so that Born in the USA doesn't actually appear in like a fucking Republican campaign mm-hmm. commercial, you know? Yeah. Um, and he basically said, listen, like I've been with Columbia, who's now owned by Sony, since 1971. They've supported me all the way. They've done amazing work. Like I trust them to do with my music what they see fit. And I know that like when I'm long gone... I won't have to worry about He's it. He's got some people on his side. Yeah. So yeah. it's so they have exclusive full rights to use the music however they see fit. But clearly, like he trusts them enough. Yeah. To do it. so, I think like and, Bob Dylan and, and, recently and he's, did and that too. And he's more too. than willing to accept that money. But mm-hmm. honestly, he doesn't need it because um, no, he doesn't. I, he make he was made he makes like eighty four million a year just mm-hmm. from touring. I was looking it up. Fuck. Because I was reading. Well, this that's up. what happens when you play like one hundred and fifty shows a yeah. year, right? Like. Yeah, he he's like he's like he's like button. He, he's like aging in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's almost Benji. seventy, and he's still got it. Yeah. yeah, but and I wanted to segue that into another thing because I was reading something else. Because, um, uh, so Nebraska you said was eighty seven, or 80, no eighty one? I eighty one. So eighty four <clears throat> was his best selling album of all time, "Born in the USA." Yeah, and he's making "Born in the USA." 
and he, I was reading an article, he wrote 84 or 85, 86 songs. Yes. He wrote 86 songs. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you wrote 86 songs, yeah. Bruce? And then they whittled it down to 11 or 12. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah. they're doing the last one, and the guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's like, Bruce, we need a number one. Mm -hmm. This is before the album came out, obviously. Mm -hmm. Bruce, we need a number one. We need a number one. Something's missing. Yeah, what's our lead? He's like, fuck you. I don't want to write another song. Like, I'm pissed off. Yeah. And then he reluctantly, it's Dancing in the Dark that he writes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> just it's like begrudgingly writes a song yeah. and becomes like his biggest song. He just ever. goes home and he's mad. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Writes a like, beautiful it, song. Yeah, like, uh, I, I get up. I get up in the evening, mm -hmm. I ain't got nothing to say. I get up in the morning feeling the same way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's talking about being a rock star kind of because they get up in the evening, whereas people have yeah. doing a normal job, get up in the morning, mm -hmm. that's how I kind of heard it. Go to bed feeling the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I ain't nothing but tired, yeah. sick of living in a dump. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. It's spectacular. Oh, it's incredible. And I was like, incredible. you're telling me the guy thought there was not going to be a number one off this album besides yeah and, and they still had what like six singles yeah. off yeah. the album that like yeah. went crazy. to like top five yeah crazy. Se yeah seven yeah, yeah it's so. crazy yeah i have the, i have such a new appreciation for for bruce springsteen we when we were finishing the final touches of the studio here uh yeah. we were working working a late late fucking night and you have the album which one uh, it's oh, it's so he it's he released uh, live from Asbury. No, it's um, it's a compilation. It's like six LPs or whatever that came. It's his live recordings from 1972 to like 1985. So from live from Ashbury Park, up until the release, uh, the tour for Born in the USA, and it's like all the like hand picked. That's amazing. Rest, and it, it was it the like was it the piano version of Thunder Road that no I can't remember what song it was but I remember there was one song that came on like you Jung lost. Jungle Land yeah. oh that's my song. that's the only reason yeah. I know so much about him like yeah. prior because my dad it's his mm. bona fide like number one of all time and yeah. he's like yeah Jungle Land's always always has been always will be my favorite song mm -hmm. and I was like I was like honestly like first time I heard it I was like that's off Born to Run and this isn't like the best song off Born to Run. And it's long. It's like seven and a half yeah, minutes yeah. or something. But it's like fuck. And then you listen to it more, and it's like, oh, it's really, really good. I and it probably it. is the best song. Yeah. Like Born to Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Thunder Road's good, and then Born to Run. But yeah. Yeah. We talk about wanting to control like nuclear fusion and get like an unlimited source of energy, and how like it's unattainable. We have done it. Quincy's dad at a Bruce Springsteen concert and I've seen it in person. Oh, you were there. Is he was standing right next to me. Like I'll never forget like in the middle of Badlands and looking over at your dad and he's jumping like 3 feet in the air pumping his fist so fucking high Unreal. just That's screaming amazing. to this song. Unreal. It was that was a moment. That's a moment that like I will take to my grave. I'll I will forgot. never forget that. I yeah. forgot, man. You yeah, Extraordinary. So you you yeah. and Meg and him. Yeah, and uh Catherine and Sam. That's and then uh, my sister and her boyfriend got floor seats to that show Jeez. in Hamilton. A Hamilton crowd, too. Yeah. Fucking cops. Yeah, it was it That's was crazy. Awesome. There's was nothing so like a show, a live show that rocks your world. There's yeah. Like that. And we've been to two this year that were just extraordinary. So the one in Montreal. Yeah. And then the one before that, this couple weeks before. Fucking spectacular. So they're called, they're called Crownlands. Crownlands, yeah. So they're from Oshawa, Ontario. 
Guy's so, got a big beard, right? Yes. Big beard yes. and like they look like Pantene models. Yeah. Just the most luscious hair you've ever seen. So Sasha tells me, he's like, I got you a ticket. All you got to do is show up. No problem. We go. Opening band like was great. a year and a half later. Yeah. <laughs> Opening band was great. Sky Wallace, fucking amazing, amazing. artist from Toronto. I know, I know Sky Wallace. She's yeah. great. She's great. So Crown Lands <clears throat> comes on. And... Zach and Sash are standing in front of me and I'm kind of like behind them like in this little triangle thing. And they're fucking through their first song, through, they're through their second song and I'm like, I literally don't even know what the fuck to say. That's how good this show was. Yeah. And uh, it they... was the, the closest thing I can explain that this show did for me and for us was... As if you saw Rush for the first time, or is it? If you saw, I'll, I'll go as far as saying, if you saw fucking Zeppelin for the first time, yeah. it was just spectacular. Two piece band, but the way they have everything set up yeah. with the with, uh, white white buffalo, yeah, yeah. White buffalo. Oh, yeah. oh my god, what a song! But like their album, their album is top notch. Their live performance and the live sound was fucking out of this world, man. And it, and it goes all the way back to, so they're two piece on stage, but they've got their, um, their engineer work in the back. Justin Melly, my Justin boy, Justin Melly. Melly. Justin Melly, yeah. yeah. The, the, the silent third member of the band. And yeah, he is an absolute wizard and apps like yeah. he is just uh, really? spectacular, spectacular. To, to take the sound from an album that, you know, was crafted in the studio and like took months to make and to be able to recreate that and make it sound like the album in a live environment i've only ever heard that maybe three times and that was one of the times i've heard wow. it yeah. so he's like he's like mixing it in real time or he's yep. like <clears throat> yep he is and he's That's like they, and like they have songs like it we're getting like into nerdy shit but there, no, it's there'll all be good. there'll be crazy stuff where like cody bowles you know who's the vocalist and drummer he's like singing these parts and they've got like this beautiful like echo on his voice and then the song will change speed in the middle of it and Justin will be listening and adjusting the speed of the echo on his voice in the middle of the song to get it to match like to in where in real they are. time in yeah. real time like yeah it's it's like That's watching cool. someone like paint like yeah, just watching with the board it's like he's poetry just, he's in, his, in his element and yeah it it sounded incredible spectacular they're, performance they're, they're probably like They've got to be the best band from Canada, mm -hmm. like playing live anywhere right yeah. now. There is yeah. nothing. They're so professional at what they do. And just for the listeners here listening, okay? So, a couple big concerts Guns N' Roses, fucking Metallica. Metallica was unbelievable. You saw Metallica? Yeah, unbelievable. In Vancouver. Unbelievable. Dude, hands down. I Hands down. Crown lands all day, man. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. compare that shit, and people will get mad for me saying this. I'm a I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan. I'm a huge Metallica fan, and what they do is phenomenal. But these guys coming out of Oshawa and yeah. doing these local shows in these local uh, venues, mm. there's there's <laughs> nothing you cannot. There's nothing else. It's there's insane. no one else out there doing what they're doing. Yeah, that's amazing, man. <clears throat> Yeah. So you saw Guns N' Roses. I hope that wasn't the Chinese democracy tour. <laughs> no. That was. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. hey, I've got news for you. I did go you to saw the Guns N' Roses show on the Chinese Don't democracy tour. Don't defend it. Just the, lay down like a man. John Labatt Center in London. <laughs> That's and you know what? Guns N' Roses was good. Axl Rose was good. But fucking Sebastian Bach Sebastian opened. Bach. And he Skid Row, baby. was Skid Row. incredible. Yeah. He was so fucking yeah. good. 
that was a. Uh, it was one of those shows. Was like, only, you have to go. Yeah. He's got 18 to, to go. life right now. You know what's funny? I only, <laughs> I only know uh, Sebastian Bach because of Trailer Park Boys. Oh really? And yeah. Because he in his model train collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Sebastian He's Bach. amazing. So Skid Row was supposed to tour with my old band in Indonesia oh, on the festival tour. That? They were one of the headliners. With and fucking uh, what's Randy? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, we even got Randy at retirement yeah, with Skid Row. So Randy is who I went to go to the Guns and Roses concert with. Actually, that's <laughs> was I went it, with him. It, was it in the daylight? There was no vampires in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Quincy. <laughs> but um, so Skid Row showed up the day before, like the day was supposed to sound check with us in, uh, I think it was in Batam or whatever, the first festival show like on that tour. And uh, they got denied entry into the country because of their history of uh, drug use. <laughs> they they got they missed out on the whole fucking that's tour. So, they wouldn't let Skid that's Row so into ironic. the country. That's so ironic that you have a history of drug use. You can't come in, but once you're in, like, you can do whatever drugs yeah. you want. Well, it's like Guns N' Roses can't go back to Japan, right? Ever since their fucking Use Your Illusion tour and yeah. know, all the heroin and stuff. Well, that's because like, the drummer was a fucking like. Functioning Steve Adler, Steve, Steve Adler, Adler, yeah, they're or they're original, like functioning, yeah. like like they were like eight times they went. It's in. hilarious that they kicked out of they kicked him out of the band for alcoholism. Then like a week later, they all started doing heroin. Yeah. Like, I think that was like a PR. I think it was like a PR. I think it was definitely for. I think so, but black you, you see, heroin. like you see Steve Adler now, like the rest of the guys in GNR, like they recovered and they got through it, and like they kept going. Steve Adler, like he's. He's gone, man. Yeah, it's, it's horrible to see. Oh, it like, probably happens. Shell to, of a human. To mo- yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Get, I'm sure getting kicked out of the band like after you were you brought them to like superstardom level yeah. and then cut well, that it's like, with uh, them and same thing with uh, Molly Crew Vin- Vince Neil. Yeah, after he yeah. fucking killed the, killed the guy in the car, killed the guy in the car, and then mm-hmm. obviously this this is in a movie, so Lost it's more well known. Stuff. But yeah, yeah, his kid so his kid fucked. had a had a thing happen and yeah. She, and same thing, he's not, yeah, he's not looking good. Mm. But it's, it's like, man, it's like, yeah, it's, I, I'm not trying to sound harsh, but it's like, they knew what, yeah. like, that profession did to them. They were in it long enough. <clears throat> yeah. It's almost, a part of me is not very sympathetic, like, oh, you made your bed, mm-hmm. sleep in it sort of thing. But, I don't, again, I don't want to sound like an asshole. It's like, I don't know, maybe things happen. <clears throat> the yeah. intru- I've, I've never been in a band It's true, before. but then, you know what you do? You look at bands like Rush who, like, they wouldn't even, like, drink after their own shows. They would go home and, like, rehearse after a concert and then go to bed, you know? Like, it's... Yeah. I'm not saying don't have fun while you're doing it. Like, when you're when you're getting to do what no one else gets to do. But It's like there, anything line, in life. Know? Like, yeah. like moderate it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. moderation, for sure. And I'm sure a lot of these guys probably, you know, looked at people like the fucking Rolling Stones, like Keith Richards, and, like... This guy can do it. We yeah. can do it. And like, well, he was the odd one out. You oh, know, like he was the yeah. exception to oh, the rule fuck for yeah. sure. I, I, I think I talked about it before. How I read his autobiography, yes. Life. Yes. When that story at his mom's funeral, when he's yeah. like doing blow, yeah. off the coffin. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If, you he's know what my, so cool. you know what my mom would say if I did that at her funeral. She wouldn't say anything because it's her She's funeral. <laughs> No, but like the audacity to do that, and it's like, it is nuts. It's like yeah. it's Keith Richards, and there's probably he's probably got like ten thousand stories. I think we've even oh I've, God, yeah. we've definitely even talked <clears> about <throat> them a hundred times. Like when he wrote, when he wrote something coming off a coming off a heroin binge, yeah. he wrote it when while Mick was away 
with his wife fucking his wife or something yeah. like the he's so it's that's why it's cool it's like uh if he had a podcast like he could if he did an audiobook of that it would be like the best listening mm-hmm. material just the stories sure. he had absolutely and it's like so you're telling me you're still alive mm-hmm. after everything after all this you're still alive yeah he's like yeah, i'm right here i'm right over here mate <laughs> I'm real, real mate. Can't cross the border, yeah. mate. Signed him up for Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, which one was that? Three? The third one, Three. yeah. Dead Man's Three. Chest? No, that's... Black uh, Pearl's, Black Pearl's uh, Chest, Dead uh, At World's End. At World's End. I, I, saw that, recently. I saw that at a drive-in. Isn't nice. that weird? Drive-in. Isn't that weird? Like, when you watch a movie, you don't say, like, I saw that in my living room. I saw that <laughs> I saw at the movie drive-in. theater. Yeah. But when it's a drive-in, it's like... I drove there and watched it in my car. You know, I've, I've never been to a drive-in movie. <gasps> I know. I don't. I have gotten. No, I've got no. Re- okay, I'll just say. Get the zip guys, James. My Get mom never took me. Time. That's my excuse. <laughs> That's my excuse. I went to the theater a lot because, like, I went I, to the theater. Went to the theater a lot. Yeah. Me, you know, like music and like music production. Like that's my obsession. But like film is my passion. Like going to the theater. Like if I had to give up music or film, I would give up music in, in a heartbeat. Like film is where it's at for me. Really? So you you're telling me you mean to tell me you like film more than you like music? Yeah. Because you really like music. I, and I you, do. And you're pretty knowledgeable on music. Yeah, but like it's almost annoying. Whereas like film, it just it it's a different experience when you can take some music that has been given the same amount of like dedication and craft and focus, and then you merge it with like a visual component. That's that's the peak for me. It doesn't get any better. Justin, I figured it out. I figured out uh, the the perfect podcast for Chooch with the Prickly Cactus. We're gonna. It's gonna be really tough, and it's gonna might cost me a couple bucks, but we're gonna get George Strombonopoulos on yes. the podcast nice. to talk about. <laughs> He'd probably coming, do it. He's yeah. a really cool guy. Yeah. Coming up because he started with much music, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah, he was and a DJ. Yeah, he was like a radio guy, and then he had. Yeah. He had, do you guys remember the hour? He had absolutely, this, which was like absolutely. Maybe my my memory skewed, but it was like the Letterman of Canada, not yeah. for comedy, yeah. but for like he had really public like really famous people on the yep. show and then yeah. I, I feel like it had a short stint yeah. but i feel like him well, and cbc production i feel like him and chooch could do like mm-hmm. nine and a half hours just talking music and, and oh stuff. i would love to hang out with george yeah. that would be uh that would be an experience we'll even sure. comp that one for you buddy how's that sound yeah, yeah. He's, he's gonna well, have to, to pay well, a lot of money to get yeah. strombo to yeah. come well, on. No, he's gonna listen to this and be like uh, i'll pay you <laughs> No, you know what? He's one of those guys where, like, if you sent him your stuff, he would actually listen. Mm-hmm. He would sit down, take really? the time, and listen, and he would get back to you, and he would give you feedback and yeah. let you know how you should he try felt. it. Like, you should the, try it. Yeah. Someone else, I feel like, would Incredible do that. Incredible human. Even if he didn't like it, if, uh, Alan Cross, he does like the ongoing yes. history of new music. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, he brilliant. Does, yes, he just does segments, <clears> right? <throat> of, like, That's right. A year, and then he gives the fun facts. Yeah, but it's like he feels like uh, he's. He's used to listening to so much shit, as so mm. is Strombonopolis. Strombonop, Strombonopolis. Sorry. Um, That's why you called the hour because it takes you that fucking long to say his name. Thank you. Once again, we don't talk about the Greeks on the Prickly Cactus <laughs> podcast, and this is why. Because <laughs> uh, there'd be so much hair in our mouths, you wouldn't be able to understand us. Because we love us some Greek. <laughs> <laughs> your, your tzatziki's out, buddy. 
Okay, guys. <laughs> whenever uh, whenever uh, there's 20 people where I can do a 30 minute set to, Justin's fucking doing a 15. He's the opener. <laughs> yeah, Justin's, Justin's been on fire. Yeah. Justin's always on fire, but he like he brought he brought the A game tonight. I feel like, fuck, it's so good. Maybe it's the beard. Fuck. Who's the hype man for Down with Webster? Cap or whatever? The little guy would come oh, out with the flag and like just fucking scream at people and dance? That's gonna be you um, at Quincy's dude, fucking shows. Dude, honestly. And that's. I. I As Bo Pistachio. My dream? Fucking hype man. Let's go. Do you, guys, do you know who Mike Burbigli is? Do you ever watch the Artie Lang show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Artie Lang. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, before, he was like. He was kind of like. He was on Howard Stern a little bit. Mm. If that's if that's your thing, it was like before before podcast. It was like Stern's talk bro. radio, but it was uh, Mike Birbiglia was this guy named. He, it's I don't know if it would be as funny if it would hold weight in twenty twenty one's age, but it was fucking hilarious. He had he had a speech impediment and he was a little he wasn't all there, but they would make him do the weather. They would tell him to do the weather report. <laughs> they like what? Hey Mike, what's going on over the northeast? What's going on over there? <laughs> and it's. Like it's it's to me it's hilarious like it's oh it's so good and he was he was just like he was never like a regular on the show they just always had him in for a yeah, weird segment they feature him yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. it was, that it was yeah. Uh, yeah send you, that our way have you listened to much Stern Justin it depends on who's on yeah yeah he's brilliant like he, a lot his, of his, the research he does yeah. and stuff and the yeah. way he connects with people I think it's just like Stern and Avril Lavigne great episode yes Stern and Miley Cyrus great episode Stern and Metallica great episode James Hetfield goes fuck I never thought about this this way this is like a fucking therapy session so Stern does yeah. do the research yeah no and he's yeah, uh, he's, he's amazing yeah well like he he basically. It's a podcast. It's not a podcast. It's a show. But like, yeah. there wouldn't be a podcast yeah. without Stern, right? Like, Absolutely. I, well, and like satellite radio, like, wouldn't exist without Stern either. Like, he was the first. I don't person, know. Like, he was serious? the first celebrity. To, yeah, XM. he was the first one to jump on board with like digital radio and say, like, you know what? We can make this a thing. And like, got himself oh, his own of channel. Individual stations. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. He he he. Absolutely, yeah. He was a pioneer for that early on. He saw yeah. the potential. M- imagine he's so he's so he's such a trailblazer and he's so successful. And he yeah. still has that haircut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> slash slash is already in a band. Man, it looks like it's a seventies like, Italian. Football if you and I could have that haircut, we would. Yeah, I don't know. I would not <laughs> have that. Bald bitch. Bald gang bitch. Bald gang bald bitch. Gang bitch. Bald gang bitch. I, I started that at work for all the bald guys. Do you slap awesome. them on the head? Because <laughs> could is that harassment? <laughs> Go give it a rub and make a wish. If, if they're Portuguese, it's like they're like okay. So my buddy is Portuguese. <laughs> so he understands that. It's a term of endearment. Yeah. Well, you're in Hamilton. Your odds were good. Yes, exactly. But no, that's <clears throat> that's amazing. Fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah. I know. I I do. Uh, like like lovely nuptials to the happy couple. Uh, that was just such a fun wedding. Just yeah, you just can't you can't bring Quincy to a wedding. And oh, and Frank and all of us. Just it's like a hurricane. Being that drunk, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Frankie told it in spectacular detail in that one session. Yeah. She was here. It was it was beautiful. It was good. Bald gang bitch. Bald gang. Yeah, bitch. and this guy was like four forty five. He owned a he owned a beautiful plot of land outside of Paris, Ontario. He was telling me all about it. His you wife. just disrespected the shit <laughs> out of No, I didn't. I thought, I thought we were buddies. I was like, I was like and in, in hindsight, yes, that was insanely disrespectful. But in my 
drunk brain at the time. I was like, heck yeah, man. Like, real recognize real sort of thing. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah. It was, it was something else. I was like, man. Geez. I was like, holy fuck. I was like, Jesus. I have to do more of these. My friends are getting older. I'm going to be at a lot more of these. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, any weddings coming up? Do we know anyone getting married? No, <coughs> but I wish them all the best. There you go. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting married, but I I would get married if someone wanted to really bad. <laughs> all right. If they asked me. <laughs> I bet we could get someone off the street. We could. To come say hi to Quincy within an hour, they'd convince him to marry yeah. them. What if they made what if what if they made me sign a prenup? Sign it, baby. Just don't look, sign. Just sign. It's going to be like that Seinfeld episode where George is asking, uh, what's her name? Susan, Susan. about the prenup. She's like, I think we should sign a prenup. She's like, what? You don't have any money. George. George, what are you doing here? George, what are you doing in the hospital? My friend Bob Sacramento went to the hospital for a routine hernia operation. Next thing he knows, he, he's in the window. You're like, my name is Bob. Oh, Jerry, you don't know my friend Bob Sacramento? He sells batteries down at, he sells hats down at Battery Park. It's the best, because you never meet Bob Sacramento. No, no. Kramer just references him, and it's the best. It's fuck. so fucking brilliant. That show, uh. I like how, oh, I fucking love this. I like how we're not doing a separate episode for Seinfeld references. We're just adding it on. Yeah. <laughs> to, to, Did to you read uh, Jerry Seinfeld's book of all his, his years of accumulation of all his uh, jokes? No. My my mom, of all people, got that for me for Christmas, so I, I'm going to lend it to you. Nice. Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. man. Careful, That's, you'll never I, get it back. This I want to know. I, whoa, those <laughs> the possessions, nine-tenths of the law, I didn't have those books. Fort okay? Mac owns those books. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I bleed oil, Zach. bitch. <laughs> I was gonna, that'd be a good book, though. That'd be really good. No, but then I, I want to know, because after season six or seven, they stopped using his stand-up at the start of episodes. Yeah. Well, it was the weakest part of the episode. Yeah. Well, it's because he was well, he was writing sketches. He was writing episodes. Yeah. Him and Larry were writing sketches yeah. based. They were writing <laughs> episodes based off the things. Mm -hmm. and, That's right. Yeah. And I don't know. I've never I've never seen him live. It's like he's an acquired mm. like any comedian. He's an acquired taste. Yeah. There was a show. Um, so you remember Ted Danson from Cheers? Oh yeah. He had a show <laughs> called Becker. I remember Becker. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. People, not a lot of people know it, I feel like. Not or it my wasn't mom loved because it. Because it was, it was so good. I think it was like when Frasier spun off from Cheers, Becker yes. was like in the lower spot and Frasier was a fucking massive success. Like, oh, yeah. That's the reason Seinfeld didn't win X amount of Emmys because Frasier won yeah. them all. Like Kelsey right. Grammer just cleaned up. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant show. Selfish yeah. pricks. Yeah. But it's, Cheers though, man, that was a good fucking show. Great cast too, like so good. Yeah, Woody Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Ted Danson. Yeah. Cliff Norm. Sa I can't remember her. Sally something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. What fucking? Why am I naming the fucking? Cheers? Just remember that one episode of Cheers where Woody Harrelson's character is talking about is it having so he memorizes all the serial numbers on like all his cash in his wallet so he knows like. If someone takes his money, he's like, well, show me the serial number on your bill. <laughs> so ridiculous. You know, yeah. So that's, good. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. But that was the, that was the goal. That was before streaming, right? So you didn't have to, 
you, you couldn't. Oh, yeah, network sitcoms still, in the '90s, man. Oh, so you still, you still had to style. put, yeah. you still had to put, like you still have to put out a good show now. You still have to put out a good quality of product that never changed. Yeah. But I think the competition when you're only have three hours or three and a half hours of primetime television each day of the week, mm-hmm. and you have all these shows, mm-hmm. and like trying to be like a in a saturated market trying to love love yeah. yourself I mean, <clears throat> that's why fucking um uh penis wolf dick wolf that's why yes. he was the best because he because yeah. you had nypd blue but yep. then he was like oh we can make we can make something he didn't know this at the time but mm-hmm. he was like let's call it a police procedural procedural drama yeah and he made his own fucking drama yeah law and order's <clears throat> been going since like 30, 30 years, yeah. and then SVU, it's like yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, the spinoffs. It's like no, he figured out like how people love to watch people in hospitals, like ER. He was yeah. like, "Oh, what if we did that in yes. a cop shop?" Yeah, um, yeah. And they fucking took it's it's Brilliant. insane. It's insane how much money like they made. It's like you don't think about it like <sighs> yeah. when you're watching TV as when we were because we weren't old mm. in the '90s. Mm. So it's like you're watching it. You're like, oh my god, like. This is happening. And it's, like, it's crazy though because like because you only had so much to choose from. Like there were literally only so many hours on the network in a day. Everything had to be good. Yeah, you had like to... the fact that you had like say what you will about it, any of them, but that you had Seinfeld, Frasier, like The Simpsons, Friends, Third... like all going on at the same time. Like that's insane. Yeah. And like those shows hold up. Like yeah, shows totally. from like the 2000s, like you know, they come and go, or like on Netflix, like or even they, like they'll yeah, get canceled like, out of fucking nowhere because mm-hmm. they they're not good to start with. And even the shows that were good, but like still got cut, like Third Rock from the Sun. Oh, brilliant! Yes. Have you ever like? There's so many John of them. Lithgow. Like, oh, oh it's, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so many good shows. Yeah. And even yeah, and it's like, it's like meanwhile, it's like oh, in that in that 3:30 spot, The Young and the Restless, yeah. Victor Newman's mm-hmm. still alive. Yeah. Like, just kill him. Just kill him. And then, like, if you take it up a notch, like, late night talk show hosts. Yeah. Like, I don't think it got any more fiercely competitive than yeah. it did with those guys. Because, mm-hmm. like, every Carson, network had Carson, their one person. Carson that, died. Yeah. And then... Created a vacuum. And then, <laughs> yeah, he, Letterman. He went right, yeah. Letterman and Leno. Yep. And then mm-hmm. Fallon and Myers. And then you, but you still had Craig Ferguson while yep. they were doing... Yeah, and it's... It's craziness. Yeah, Kimmel... I and Kimmel, yeah. sorry, Kimmel. Kimmel yeah, yeah he I was. remember I was like, "No fucking way, this lasts." This is the guy from Fever Pitch. Like, <laughs> he just does. He's just a Red Sox fan. And then he lost forty pounds, and everyone loved him. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It's uh, respect like, though. He's a handsome guy. Saturday Night Live. A lot oh, of yeah. Saturday Night Live yeah. alumni on that, and it's. Yeah. I think it's not as much about being funny. It's just about like, like conversing, and then hundred yeah. percent having and having the engagement. Band. Yeah. Having that proper like presentation. Who, who's that guy, Billy on the Street? Oh, so there's yeah. this show on Netflix called Friends from College. Yes. With Key and Peele. Yes. This, this it's guy a plays yeah. a character, Billy on the Street. And it's I think it's like a side segment from Kimmel or something. Yeah. And he's like he's like, uh, for for one dollar miss, for one dollar, what's um what's uh Prince's favorite food to eat? And she was like, Oh, I don't know, like moon pies or something. And then he just runs. He just runs over to the next person. Like he's like, "Sir, who would you rather do, Charlie's Theron or Cameron Diaz?" He's like, "No one. I'm gay." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." He's like, "Yeah," and just keeps walking. And I was like, "And I was like, it's it was a TikTok, but I was like, this this live this aired live on ABC, yeah. and it's like, holy fuck, it's so oh, yeah. funny." 
Oh my god. No, but that's funny. Comedy, baby. Comedy. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Canada, we had Ed the Sock. We had Ed the Sock, and we had, and we had Rick Mercer. Rick, Rick Mercer, Mercer God bless But him. again, Mercer acquired Mercer. taste, like, yeah. but uh, actually, political. Did you ever watch Air Farce? Air Farce. Yeah, like the like sketch comedy show on CBC. No, I, I, I watched this more hour. Obscure. I watched this hour. Oh yeah, everyone watched this hour. This hour has sixty minutes. Red Green. <laughs> oh, I'm getting my sh- I'm getting my shows <laughs> mixed up. Sixty minutes, twenty two minutes. Which one is it? <laughs> nah, Rick Mercer is a fucking treasure though. For the sure. Red Green. <clears throat> Red Green show. Red Green show yeah. is Canadian. You're pulling my leg right now. <laughs> Couple dudes dressed in plaid living in a cabin in the woods. But it, but it wasn't Bob and Doug. <laughs> Or it wasn't food. But that was the Bob and Doug was an American, just making fun of Canadians. I didn't know that either. Yeah, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, they, yeah, oh, they, yeah, absolutely. But that was Rick, any... that was Rick Moranis, who's Canadian. Is he? Is Rick Moranis Canadian? I don't know if he is. We'll get it. Zach. <laughs> Zach's working tonight. That's why he's not here. We should oh, probably should have. He's let having him trouble fact checking because he's zip tied. <laughs> <laughs> he's still tied up in his bedroom. <laughs> Uh, he's naked and very hungry. But we will, we will get, we will get the information we need. <laughs> oh, oh shit. we're great, we're great, <laughs> we're great cousins and and brother-in-laws and friends of his, aren't we? Oh yeah, the best. Yeah, no, but the best. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. It's, I don't. I just was thinking about it now. That's why. That's why we're talking about television for so long. It's like you forget because everything's streaming now you forget like we used to watch tv shows like yeah. or you <clears throat> to sit and you couldn't binge yeah. watch you'd have to sit and wait a week yeah. i remember like 24 yeah Kiefer sutherland tuesday too. nights baby yeah my mom and i always watched it and i was like yeah. i was like why the fuck are they ending it with a ticking <laughs> clock i know what time it is next week <laughs> and it's like fuck it's a cliffhanger and then I watched another show, Homeland. I watched Homeland, which is oh, yes. a really good show. Yes, absolutely. And I was like, oh, these are cliffhangers too, because they were made for Showtime, so people yeah. were still watching them on TV. Yeah. And then they put them on streaming, and it's like, oh, these cliffhangers. It, and it, like, it doesn't, it, like, they, it's still fun to watch, but it, there are certain shows, like, where you don't have that gap. Yeah. You know. That, that show is really cool to me, because I'm not a, I'm not a, a mental I'm not a mental illness expert, but the way they showcased a main character who is a female having mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. having like bipolar or like having those personality yeah. swings. Yeah. And the way like they directed it where like when Carrie Matheson was was uh, manic and when she was like yeah. off like back and forth. Oh, it was, it was really cool. And that's Claire Danes too, credit to her. Claire like Danes. she can play someone like the the like the yeah, the manic depressive. She does a great job. Yeah. She's amazing. I love her. Yeah, but anyways, guys, do you want to wrap this up? What do you say? <sighs> Let's wrap it. All right, any, any closing thoughts? <sighs> we are so happy you are back. So happy you are back. Man, I miss this. Uh... I've been waiting for you to get back since you told us you were heading out there. <laughs> Honestly. A day and a half before yeah. you left and you told yeah. us you were yeah, going. Yeah, I was going to say, with the three hours notice that we got. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it, was a li- it was a last, at the 11th hour yeah, sort of thing. It's yeah. all good, though. No, we're just, we're happy you're here for sure. No, I mean, it's, it's no, it, uh, yeah, it warms, it warms my heart uh, being back here. And like I said, we're missing, we're missing two of the team, but no, it's. Uh, yeah, we'll get them in. 
It's fantastic, man. It's uh, good to be back, and it's good to have an open flow of conversation no matter what we talk about. Absolutely. We can talk about anything. Absolutely. And if someone's wrong, there's two people there to tell them they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, right? they're, they're going to know. It's not a debate. You're outnumbered. <laughs> Shut up. No. No, guys, uh, thanks. Thanks for uh, stopping by the Prickly Cactus. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Until next time, we're out of here. Okay, welcome to the Prickly Cactus. We be out here, we talking this and that shit, yeah. yeah. Hey, and you can go and check the fact this. We talk yeah, real shit, not just tissing ass. Oh, we do that. Sit there harder when we smoking on the stanky. Finger banging shit, and I ain't just talking yeah, freaky. Yeah. Like some hey, but don't finger bang a llama. It's either that shit, and now his fingers ain't on no more. Ain't on no more. And you got Quincy looking like a left nut. When he was a kid, he say what when you said sir. Now we got a podcast and that shit fun If you don't like it yet, yeah, then you can lick a diss, son So if you don't want us to break your back, bitch, then tune in Because we talking this and that shit If you don't want us to break your back, bitch, then tune in The podcast, Prickly Cactus, Prickly Cactus.